What's happening, weirdos? This is a uh, this is an exciting week for old Petey. Not only is Jonathan Scott, who you may know from Property Brothers, like the biggest home renovation TV show in in recorded history, is on the show. Also, this is one of those "Did we just become best friends?" episodes, which I love. He's so engaging. He's so interesting. He's so funny. He's so open. I loved it. You're going to love it. Thanks for being here. But it's a big week also because my Netflix special dropped uh, yesterday. So it's on Netflix. I am not for everyone. It's on Netflix right now. My first Netflix special. I'm very, very excited. Please, 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 please check it out. I hope you like it. I worked really hard on it. I'm proud of it. And I think far and away it's my best special yet. So please check that out. And if you'd like to see me on the road, I'm doing a new hour, not the hour from I Am Not For Everyone. That is retired. I'm doing a new hour. I'll be in Bloomington, Indiana this weekend. And then after that is Chicago and Washington, D.C. All the dates will be added at PeteHolmes.com. Only a couple things to uh, plug up top. A lot, of, a lot of comments on my hair. <laughs> it's true. In the Netflix special, uh, Looking Good Hair. And uh, I got to tell you, like, I'm not even reading the ad yet. Modern Mammals is a game changer when it comes to my hair routine. It used to be if I wanted my hair to look good for something, I would not wash it for at least two days, maybe more, three, four days. And then at one point, my hairdresser and friend Kat was like, your hair is gross it looks good, but it's gross. You need to clean it. So I was hoping that there would be a non-shampoo shampoo solution that would clean your hair, but not make it look like a bale of hay that just came out of the dryer, unruly, all over the place and brittle. And that's exactly what Modern Mammals is. No lie, no joke. I found it on Instagram. I tried it once. I reached out to them. I was like, we got to partner up. This stuff is a game changer. It's a non-shampoo shampoo, and over 40,000 guys have switched to this instead of traditional shampoo. you got to see the reviews for this product. They're insane. Guys don't get this excited about anything. It blows my mind. Once you use it, like me, you're hooked, hooked for life. There's no other shampoo. You can't go back, and it's a small punk rock grassroots company. These guys were just fed up with shampoo frying their hair and set out to create something actually new to help men with their hair to look good specifically for guys. They have bars for the no plastic and the no fragrance version, and they also have bottles for the more traditional shampoo style. It's like a magic gray mud that you run into your hair, rinse it out, gives you a great feeling, look, gives you that wave, it gives you that body, it doesn't dry it out. It makes your hair clean, but look like you didn't wash it. I mean, that's a miracle. That's a straight up miracle. I also love the fragrance. I love that it makes my hair every single time perfect. Six seconds a day, perfect hair. I used it before my special. I use it before everything I'm going to do for the rest of my, for the remainder of my days to get J.R.R. Tolkien about it. Modernmammals.com slash weird, where you can get a special combo and try both products, the bar and the bottle for 44 bucks. That's modernmammals.com slash weird. Support your hair. Get that wave. Support the show. Really love them. Speaking of Pete's Picks that I'm super excited about, First Person is an absolute mind-body game changer. They are helping my life. They're helping Val's life by helping us naturally produce more oxytocin 
the, the feel-good hormone, and dopamine, which is a motivating feel-good hormone. Incredible, incredible stuff. And what is it? When I have to explain first person to somebody in five seconds, I go, it's mushrooms. It's mushrooms that are specifically targeted to dial into your body to boost that good mood feeling, energy, mood, sleep, first person has got you covered. Golden Hour is the one I started with. Helps me tune into a sense of joy, connection, and relaxed presence. I love taking it in conjunction with Sunbeam, which maximizes productivity and creative activities by tuning in to be an inspired, focused mindset by helping boost your the body's natural production, boost that of dopamine. So you're spiking your dopamine, you're peaking your oxytocin. It's incredible to find this natural hack, this biohack. It is incredible. And Moonlight, I take every night to help me stay in sleep. Uh, deep restorative sleep by helping uh, the GABA neurotransmitter to relax the central nervous system, preparing the brain for body and sleep. They're meant to be stacked, and I stack them, take them together, get that motivating feeling and that well-being feeling. It's 100% grain-free organic mushrooms. They're also in really cool containers, and they look really cool as well. And they're a highly curated blend of neuroceuticals. First person is a game changer. Start improving your brain health and cognition with first person. Get 20% off your first order by going to getfirstperson.com and use promo code WEIRD. Support your mind. Support the show. First person. There's no going back. It's amazing. These statements, I have to say, they have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Get into it. Getfirstperson.com and use promo code WEIRD. All right, everybody. Enjoy Jonathan Scott. It's awesome. So glad you're here. Please check out the special on Netflix. All right, that's it. Get into it. I thought you were humming Here I Go Again on my own, which is what I've been humming all day. Closing time. Similar. Here I go again, closing time. On my door. On my door. Um, Is that why? You can put that next to you. Make sure it's on. Um, Checkity check check. Oh, this. Make sure this is on. Make sure it's on. on. I'm the worst. So the one thing they have... Me on set is um, constantly my phone will ring and and blow a take constantly like literally every why day. Why don't you turn it off? There, I don't know why. <laughs> I, I can't right figure it out. But the other thing too is I leave my tyrant. I leave my fly down. Half of my show has been shot with my fly hanging open, and I and they're like, why don't you remember? I'm like, I have this weird thing when I go to the bathroom. You don't and you touch up. your junky parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like to touch anything else until I wash my hands, so I don't do my fly until I wash my hands. Wait, you want your fly to be clear of balls? I don't know why I do this. Because fly is a ball safe area. I would think so. You can touch balls to fly. And and also, my balls are also clean. But Yeah, money's dirty. Yeah, it is. How do Do you wash your hands after you touch money? I've actually been known to pick my teeth with bills, so... And it, it makes everyone vomit around me. But I'm you like, floss with a crisp fifty. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. In my mind, I justify it that the higher the bill, the, the fewer, fewer people, people have touched it. And so, but yeah, I've had like I don't know how many. Yeah, the friends. one is the trollop. Do not put yeah. a one anywhere near your mouth. Can you say trollop? <laughs> uh, the one is you know it's just been all over. Yeah, one it's one nasty. is it's in yeah. vending machines. Yeah, although that's kind of its car wash. It gets pressed. Yeah, I guess uh-huh. it's pressed 
unlike your shirt. But it, can uh, you tell us the first time I've worn you? I can shirt? literally almost smell the cellophane package that you yeah. took out. And, yeah, 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 yeah. But I put it on for you. I appreciate it's it. It's hard to be talking to the sexiest man. I think it's the sexiest man alive. <laughs> the sexiest man no, alive. Not quite. It's uh, number one, one sexiest. One of uh, one people's one of fifty sexiest men alive. Fifty the, the though. Cre- that's they. They knew what they were doing. They kept no. That the thing that's low. annoying though is it was a list of fifty. Yet there were fifty-one people in the list because they they qualified Drew and me as one human between the two of us. I think that's just honest. I, that's I mean, what we're all doing. Hey, people would gift at Christmas. They would just give us one gift and expect that we're going to share. So I get Tuesdays and Thursdays, and he gets the other days. I don't know how it's supposed to work. That is, uh, you know, we've had. Uh, I'm friends with the Sklar brothers and twins, and they have some twin laments, and they're all super legitimate. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, there's there's it's, all the stuff that you typically would th- like that they joke about that people yeah. say to twins. People say to twins all the time, and like what we're like social experiments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you get hit, yeah. does he feel? Yeah, so the way yeah, the way to I kill that it. conversation. Yeah, wait, do and you have you're a twin? tall, and no, no, and no, I just hate it for on your behalf. Oh yeah, and you're tall, so people are going. You know, yeah, all those. Things What's the as weather well? like? But the the greatest way to to kill that whole twin shtick that people always say is yeah. You just go, yeah, it's crazy. When I orgasm, he feels it. And then there's a really awkward silence. And then people that, move on. Would all be trying to be twins. Get your mind true. out of the gutter over there. I don't Katie's know. loving the, the twinges material. <laughs> Old twinges. Classic Katie material over here. Um, yeah, that must be annoying. But it's also like... You know what it is, is when you see a very, 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 like I was at the airport and I saw a very, very tall person. I mean, he had to be like nine feet, like for real, like circus level. And we're so fascinated. We're also fascinated with little people. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just saying it's interesting. It's different. Twins are the only outlying group that for some reason, and redheads, it's completely okay to just come up and be like... And stare. You have red hair. <laughs> Are you a leprechaun or twins? You can be like... Where is the end of the rainbow? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like... Yeah. yeah. So what I've deduced is that people generally are dumb especially when they're sure. traveling airports are the worst people they check oh, their brains with their luggage everybody's and they'll go. granted though i think the first time we met i walked up and i did say something tall like i guess we should talk to each other because we're, we're tall. Only, yeah and i at the berbiglia thing yeah and then you like shot a look at me like oh this fucking guy this then, i did not <laughs> no you didn't I'd be you're so literally sad. the friendliest guy in the world i know but I, I, so are you have you ever Look, I'm not even trying to put you on the spot, but sometimes people go like, yeah, I came up to you and and, and I must have been like exhausted or sick or something. And I was just sort of like, hello. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm oh, like, no, I, I've had... Like, the thing is, these days, people will go direct on, on social media and then they'll just troll you because this person's horrible. Oh, yeah. So I have a thing where if I'm talking to somebody... I like. I don't like it when somebody obnoxious comes over and interrupts because they want to take a picture. Or they want to. I'm in the middle of a conversation with somebody, especially if you're sitting like in a, in a restaurant in an intimate situation. I don't like when people just bombard you your have table sex in restaurants all the time. Yeah, constant. But usually just like the petting kind of stuff. Heavy but petting. Heavy, heavy petting. It's hard to yeah. do light petting at a restaurant. Light petting leads to yeah. heavy. Unless it's linen service on the tables. If there's like linen service, it's a lot easier. So well, that's that's <laughs> just begging for petting. Uh, <laughs> linen. <laughs> You asked for it, restaurant. Those are bed sheets for a table. <laughs> exactly. That's what linen service is. Duh. Duh. 
But don't blacklight those lenses. Anyway, so, no, I had one. I was, I was ch- chatting with this lady, and she was like the sweetest woman. She must have been in her early 90s, something like that. And she saw me at the airport, and she was really kind and said she likes the show. And I, I have the best fans in the world. They're very sweet. And this guy literally all but shoves her out of the way and says, hey, hey, whoa, you're, you're, you're the guy on the show. I, I got to take a picture. And I said to him, like, oh, I'm just in the middle of a conversation. I'll, I'll, I'll be a few minutes. Yeah. I could tell he was furious, absolutely livid. Yeah, and then immediately I saw when I boarded my flight, all of a sudden I was getting these notifications. And this guy was on there saying I'm the biggest asshole in the world, and blah blah. I'm like, no, my friend. Yeah, you are. But the problem yeah, is, yeah, yeah. other fans that read that, then they're like, oh wow, Jonathan must have been really rude. I'm like, well, that's his side of the story. That's why I don't take for a grain of salt any of the stories I see about people out there because yeah. you know what you're human you're allowed to be sick you're allowed to have a bad right, day right 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 you're allowed to not be invaded I just had a dream where I screamed at someone I'm not allowed to be in a bad mood that was my dream <laughs> when you're furious yeah. in your dream about this I was stuff. yelling at my brother because I was in a bad mood and, and I there. have this belief not to get too deep right away but I have this belief that if I'm angry I must be like the, the part of my dad that like would frighten me as a child or whatever mm. he wasn't like a monster or anything but like that sort of ah, is scary to a kid so i have this weird relationship with anger and being like aggressive so when i get that way i think that the dream meant like what what is the last time that you actually in real life not in dream life but yeah, in real life got mad, got mad at something yeah uh, it, it was my i got mad at my dad we had a little we had a yeah. little conversation which is funny because there it is, the thing yeah. that I, I'm at odds with my anger and I'm talking to that thing and we're looking for it. But it's, I, we never like name call and stuff. We were just watching a short film that my friend made and, and they were like, fuck you, you fucking child. And like having fights like that. I've never in my life had a fight like that. Yeah. No. Never in my life. I've never no. called my dad a name. I've never called a girlfriend a name. I'm not trying to virtue signal. Some yeah. people can. Like yeah. I have to imagine... Like, this sounds weird, but like other cultures, like I'm just very tight and Lithuanian and like you'll, I don't, I don't even know how to do an impression, <laughs> but like other more passionate romantic cultures are like, I hope you die. And then like five minutes later, they're yeah. having sex. That's a stereotype, but I wonder if there's any truth to it. Um, what was that accent that you just did right there? It was my uh, attempt at yeah. Lithuanian and I realized I yeah. couldn't do it. It kind of came out No, the, the other one where you did wish somebody to die, that was... You, yeah, I hope yeah, you die. Yeah. I have so many friends I grew up with you know, Italians and Iranians and all these, and they're all about big gatherings and big energy. I'm not like that. Like I'm, I'm a pretty private person. PPP. Um, what's PPP? You're triple P. What's that? Pretty private person. I'm a pretty private person. Yeah, yeah that's right. You can just say PPP. People know uh, what that means. I like it. Um, <laughs> so, but everyone has those moments. And for me, so I was what, always- Little angry moments? Yeah, well you have it and you, you have to get that out because if you hold it in all the time, I actually had in previous relationships, my you know, my ex-wife, my previous girlfriends, they would say to me like, you know, maybe if you, you know, did show a little emotion that, you know, oh, things would like, go better. Oh, really? Uh, because, well, because I, I, in my first two relationships, the entire relationship, five-year relationships each, never got in a fight. Just yeah. didn't happen. We'd but, get in disagreements, but- I don't, I, I was always the, um, what's the word? Like uh, when I, growing up in our family, I was like the mediator. I was the one that the would always. The peacekeeper. Yeah, which, I was the peacekeeper. makes my skin crawl a little bit because both my wife and I were the peacekeepers in our families. Yeah. And I still am that way. But I, hmm, I wonder where you're going. You think it's better to fight? Maybe it is. Tell me. Uh, well, it's like, so Zoe 
who, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, is my partner, and we just got engaged. Um, <laughs> Zoe Kravitz. And, yes. Um, don't don't tell. We have a new uh, scoop. Yeah. Don't tell Channing. Uh, so, um, Deschanel, and oh, okay. uh, she is the greatest conflict resolutionist I've ever met in my life. Because yeah. you have conflict with somebody, you'll have disagreements. But it's what you do in those moments. So, like you were saying, some people will shout, you know, I hate you, I, you know, this, you're a child, or, you know, you're yeah. a child, you know, you, or they'll go into something about physical things. You can't come back Lumbering from those ogre comments. for us. Yeah, you're exactly. You're lumbering ogres. Yeah. You're, look, your fly is always down. You make Lurch look weird. <laughs> like, what? Lurch looks uh, like your after photo. <laughs> yeah. You strive for Lurch. Uh, but, you know, you got to be careful when you say those things. Um, I mean, I do think you have to get things out. Nine out of ten times, if you say something that's bothering you, the response is better than you thought it would be so but i think you can say it kindly yeah exactly you yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. to say it is like that a douchebag ZD does yeah everything that you know when we're having our communication there's never a situation where we're ever nasty yeah um but there are moments of blurted out truth and yeah. you know i think the one thing that but is you really feel safe that's really nice you do i'm very you, happy you for talk you. about these things yeah I, can i sorry tell me no i'm just i'm just saying like it's it's nice i, I feel like you have the same i do you know, beliefs about that. I stuff. do a very strong. I, I think you should feel safe in your relationship. And I think not enough people are looking for a safe space place person yeah. wherein you can make mistakes or you can, I like what you said, you can blurt out a truth. Sometimes I say to Val, I'm just like, I, this isn't the entirety of how I feel. Yeah. I just want to tell you what my pain is saying. My pain yeah. says this, you know what I mean? But dissociating yeah. from it, a little bit, but I'll give you an example. We had a bunch of people over for dinner last night. Next time you're in town, yeah, I, saying, I don't remember next getting that. Next time you're in town, <laughs> are you up there? What's that? You don't. Do you not disclose where you live? Uh, we're in Brentwood. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, yeah, and I, we're in. Oh, Ohio. you were in. Ohio. I didn't yeah, know yeah. if you were up in Ohio full time or something. Yeah, we're up there. Next time oh. you're in town. Okay. So you realize anyway. we could do that. Next touch time from across the room. It's so we weird. could. Yeah. We're not even in the frame until two <laughs> legs just come in and high five. But the Baywatch song has to be playing. It's Some people stand. I can't believe you referenced one of my favorite songs of all time. You're I welcome. sing it for fun. It's a great song. Standalone. So last night at dinner. I had just been on the road. I was in Salt Lake City this past weekend. It's my first day back. I'm giving Val some context. So she had been alone with the baby for a couple of days, five-year-old, but you know what I mean, baby. So understandably, Val was a little under the pressure cooker. And she just made this dinner. It was her idea. She said this. We talked about it later. She was like, I know the dinner was my idea, but I'm still feeling pressure that I made this dinner. And then the, the dog was barking. And we all know the dog is for Valerie. I know you love your dogs. But I'm, I'm the one that's like the also ran with the dog. I love the dog, but it's sort of like, anyway, he's out somewhere barking, which is annoying me. And I'm like, where's Brody? And Val just goes, well, maybe you could go and look for him because I just sat down. Like, I can't even do the tone, but there was a tone. Oh, yeah. There was like a There's sarcasm. A and I would say this, Val will listen to this. I'm just saying this, this isn't shit talk. There was kind of like a, well, I know you've been sitting and enjoying your Which meal. Which I'm going to side with Val on this one. I'm I'm with you. That, that's why I gave you her context. Yeah. I'm I'm proud that I gave you her context. I could have been like, and she used a tone. I'm yeah. telling you, I just got back in town. I understand that. But I'm also a sensitive, for all my confidence, there's all this sensitivity. And the way that the fight went was I was like, um, 
you can just say that to me. Like you can just say what you're feeling. You don't have to imply it. It you is know what exactly I mean? what I say when that happens. Is that real? Yeah. Oh yeah. You just go like we could I'm be the same safe. person. You can say I'm frustrated. I've been. Yeah. Al- you can just say like it's a little annoying. You can say, it, but don't 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 use comedy on me. No. I don't like it because I'm I'm we're both yeah. fluent in it. And I'm like yeah. I know what you're up to. You're yeah. frustrated with me. Just say. Or you know what my favorite is, and I'm going to throw this all back to you. My favorite is just like, baby love, I just sat down. Just a little. And Val's a genius at that. 99.99999% of the time, she does that. That's all we need is just a little like, my love, I just sat down. Would you mind getting him? That's all I need. But if you you cloak it, then I go like, why are you cloaking it? I'm your home. I'm your safe home. Yeah. And I don't need renovating, so stay the fuck away. <laughs> go on. What, what does that make this, you think? This bitch is renovated. She's I've been renovated. Yeah. We already have white brick around the fireplace. <laughs> I so this is my problem is I'm not a hyper emotional person. I'm the easiest going. Like I have no problem doing running out, doing this, and you know, getting up and everything. What I don't like is the tone, and so <laughs> I get, I get. Th- Tones this. are killers, yeah, man. This is what I get, and so, uh, and, and my response is also not very grown up. So that I, I see the fault in how I communicate this, but it'll be something where I don't know what it would be, but it would be like you know, hey, did we put that bowl somewhere in the pantry, like or whatever it is, <laughs> and if the response is like. I don't know where the why would it I don't know where the bowl is. I'm like, don't treat me like yeah. I'm an idiot. Right. It's a legitimate question. I don't know and where by the said way, just bowl is. Because you don't say, hey idiot, you can <laughs> say it with tone. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and that's what that's really what the issue was, is like if you're frustrated, and look, we could all strive to be this way all the time. We can't. So yeah. Val is totally innocent in this situation. What happened though is my feelings got hurt. Yeah. And it, I'm shocked i might not i'm not hyper emotional either i don't know if that's true but i am hypersensitive yeah. for sure especially after a weekend of doing stand-up you'd think i'd come home and be like i am invincible but you're actually drained we just yeah. watched phantom thread after he has like his shows and stuff he's just in bed the next day yeah. he just feels so vulnerable that's how i feel so the because you're human and i'm human but especially in social situations val and i the the tension that we've had in our relationship has almost always been if we're out and I feel like she's paying attention to everyone except me, and I, that's vulnerable to say, yeah. but that's where it comes from. Because yeah. Val is such a good reflector and connector that if the three of us were having dinner, there's yeah. a risk. We'd talk about it on the ride over. Yeah. We'd go like, just make sure you check in with me because all I need is yeah. every once in a while, like like Pete's always saying, or Pete and I talk about this, just something. Because yeah. if I just sit there and I just start feeling like an island to your, you guys' <laughs> continent, I'll be like, I'm vanishing, I hate this. Yeah. And then you know what I'll do? All the regular ego stuff. I'll, I'll brag, like I'll be like, yeah, I, I renovated a house once, like classic fucking 80s movie, like villain, not, not total asshole stuff, but I'd be like, I'd say something inappropriate, like, hey, you're tall, you got a big old ding-dong, you know, just like to try and get in the mix. But this is helpful to remember, <laughs> so assholes weird. are often just looking for a little bit of, of love, like they're hurting. Yeah. Not, it's not a pass, but like, what's the motivation? Yeah. What do you got? Uh, well, I'm, I'm the same, like, we, we approach conversation a little bit different, and so... You, you know, and we, we had a dinner party. So you and Z. Yeah. Well, you and I are literally the same human being. Apparently. It's so very so funny. It's <laughs> quite funny. At a certain uh, height, they're just all yeah. the same. But um, so we had a dinner party night before last. Don't worry. I also didn't invite you. 
And look, but I, next you live time. in Brentwood. <laughs> so the uh, so she had this really heartfelt speech that she was making because she was so thankful for the people who had come and yeah. and and everybody and and actually most of the people were brand new. We'd never met them. We we wanted to we put it out to some friends to bring people who we think would be interesting in this community and make we'll make introductions and so it was like you know 24 people and it was pretty nice but so you wanted to make new friends that's fun yeah and and but also let these people make new friends and create community and uh so she's making a heartfelt speech and and at one point i i cracked a joke and everybody roared laughing and thought it was really funny but and it was just something stupid like she said you know we wanted to bring in some really incredible people who we thought would get along and make new connections and then I said they weren't available, so we chose you guys, and classic. everyone roared. Yeah, I it's love classic. It. No, it's no, no, right. but it's well done. Yeah. for what it's worth, it's it's a classic kind of style. But I yeah. like the wording very much. I didn't. They weren't think, available. I didn't think of the fact that Zoe felt that undermined her um, yeah. really beautiful speech that she was making, and that's the problem that Give I me have. A, how on out of ten, how heartfelt was it? Was it like? She was really. This matters to me. It, this is it, it does because it was also like was she mentioning uh, the world. The world is so lonely and frightening. She there was no soliloquy, but uh, <laughs> did she have a ukulele? She, <laughs> she always has a ukulele. <laughs> but I think that's the problem I have. Is I so the the two things is well one I believe everyone takes everything too seriously. So I generally don't take anything too seriously. Yeah, but there are moments where jokes. They're not needed. Um, even though I don't think the audience cared, I don't think the guests care. They didn't see the difference. But yeah. that's the my weakness is I constantly crack a joke or I constantly say something when sometimes it's nice to have a pure tender moment and not feel like you got a joke. But you couldn't be talking to someone who understands both sides of this issue <laughs> more. And I wouldn't even be like if I say that you in that moment wanted to share when you say attention it sounds like a bad thing but you guys were hosting this is just your side we'll we'll do zoe's yeah. side as well you know what i mean like i'm yeah. not this isn't a one-sided thing no no i'm saying i couldn't relate more and the joke worked you know what i mean <laughs> if it fell flat which it hasn't there have been like you said that's the ago. risk so here's the thing that's is the risk i am known i am renette <laughs> half of what i say on property brothers could never air because yeah we just joke around. We have a good time. I've got, you know, I I, I may swear every now and then. Sure. And so you're talking about like, your balls touching your zipper. Totally. Like, yeah. you know, we're just like, but all in fun. Like there's never anything negative on the set, but um, there have been moments where I hate this. When you have a new conversation with somebody new that you just meet and it's always like this very buttoned up yeah. safe conversation. I I'm understand like, tell with that. I act like I've met this person a thousand times and i know them very well and so sometimes i'll say something that is like out of left field yeah and zoe is like a very um like very funny but proper yeah person and we can, say, we can even make that a compliment she's classy she's extremely yeah, she's classy classy. And classic classic yeah, if, if that I, actually is a great description yeah classy and classic because yeah. when i there was a time when it was the three of us and i was just kind of like enjoying how classic she was but it yeah. did disrupt you and i 
we started behaving well, better. We, we're both we're th- we're thirteen year olds in giant bodies with adult bank accounts. Yeah, we're so Shazam, it's like t- basically. Yeah. We're the movie Shazam. <laughs> exactly. Two Shazams are talking. But, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. But yeah, anyway, so that's the you know, She's there's always this dynamic where yeah, you know, I incur and I support her in everything that she does, and I love who she is and how she is, and and she supports and loves me. It doesn't mean that sometimes we don't have those cringy moments where, ooh, I really read this room wrong, or oh, you know. But well, how? You know. So how did she? And I'm I'm setting her up for success because I feel like it was in a great way. Meaning I'm not looking for dirt. How did she say, "Hey, I didn't like that joke"? And well, how did you discuss it? Well, we'll usually just have that conversation. So if there's ever something where, um, when you know, did you have it? Usually right after. Like I don't like having those conversations Me too. in the moment. Val used the tone, and I was like, "Hey." Like immediately, yeah. and guess what? Just to give you the finale, we were fine. And then, like ten minutes later, I'm like washing a dish or something, and Banging she just like gives rabbits. me a, she gives me a, a rim job. <laughs> but that's like cleaning. You mean? Oh, I didn't mean rim job. I meant she licked my my asshole. Oh, oh. that's a rim job. That, that, yeah, that is. I got it right. I got it right. I got. I got. I got it right. All right. No, was... She came up and hugged me very sweetly from behind, and I wasn't like. That wasn't the period on the sentence. This, the conversation was over, but it was just yeah. this tenderness, and now we're kissing, and it, it's so nice. It's not trauma bonding. It's not no. like let's play this game of cat and mouse. It was just like, yeah, it's okay. I'm your, I'm your home. Because you it's want, okay. you want to know something I don't like. I don't like makeup sex. When people always talk about the Speed makeup agree. sex. I'm like, N- no, that's you not. You mean Stockholm syndrome? I don't know. It's basically I, Stockholm it's, syndrome. It's yeah, like you're not. It's like in, I hate you. Let's you're not do in the it. right state. I'm like, yeah. it's like because I take a little time. Like when I do boil, it takes a little, and there's very little that will set me up. But when I do boil, like I need a little time to simmer back down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't I, need to be making love in that no. in that way. And uh, but. But angry masturbating is no problem. Furious like masturbating that. is the only masturbating. It's <laughs> dangerous. I'll read the news the and then I'll masturbate just to be like, ah, oh, the world is so sad. And like, I'm mad about everything. And then I'll. But the I, I will say the 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 challenge for me, which you know, and Zoe again will be honest about bringing this up, is I don't like to burden people with things, and so I just let things slide and slide and slide, and then eventually, it if cracks. and when I bring it up, yeah, well then you know Zoe will say, well. Why wouldn't you bring that up in the moment if it was something's happening? And she's right. Yeah. Because I don't want to bother her. I don't want to bother her. So I just let it slide. It's not like I'm like keeping a list of these things that one day will come out. I just it to me it doesn't occupy uh, my brain the same way I think somebody who holds on to a lot of these things do. It just I remember these things, but it's not like eating away at me. Yeah. It's not super practical too. It's you're, you're. It sounds very masculine. What you're doing is going like this isn't really useful. This leads yeah. to a, a bad conversation or a weird feeling. Let's just put it aside. Yeah. And that kind of does speak to your work. It's like you break things down and you build them up. It's very practical, and that's very. I think that's part of what makes you a sex symbol guy. Is you're like, let's. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, I didn't know what we were doing. I was doing the- <laughs> thing right now but like we love that decisiveness let's go in and fix it and and the i don't know what to do with this feeling it's not of use it's not a good tool for what i'm going for which in the moment is a good day so i'm gonna throw it aside just like i would like bad wallpaper right but like i think what zoe would say and certainly uh, meaning zoe seems to be representing what valerie in my life represents is there is something potentially inside you that is keeping score. We could yeah. call it your unconscious. 100%. We could call it somewhere in your body. Yeah. And that shit is real. 
Yeah, and it, it, it's not healthy. It's like the, the people who, um, I even remember, you know, I was so upset and hurt uh, when I broke up with an ex a long time ago. And I remember that my, I, I'm very easy to forgive. I never forget. And, it, you know, I know I where I put you people. you were easy to forgive. Yeah. People and, love forgiving yeah. me. I'm the flies easy, down. Yeah. Forgive me. I'm so guys, easy. Don't worry, guys. You forgive yeah. quickly. I forgive quickly. Yeah. So because I don't want that eating away at me, I remember my family, my friends, they were so mad at this person and ongoing and they would make comments. I'm like, it didn't even happen to them. I'm like, yeah. but when you hold that kind of resentment, you can't help but have it bring something negative into you and, oh, for and sure. it eats away at you. I'm very good at letting those things go. I don't... Like, it's not like I, I will ever, oh, well, then I'll make back up with this person and we'll be best friends. Never going to happen. Like, I remember what happened. Yeah. But I don't let it control me. Yeah. But you're making sure you're actually forgiving, not just in denial. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know that story, the, the two monks, there's these two monks. It's a short story. It's almost over. And the monks were in an order where they weren't allowed to touch women. It was in all male monasteries, often monasteries are, uh, but they're Buddhist. And they're walking across a river and there's a woman who can't cross the river. And she's asking for help to cross the river. And uh, the first monk, who vowed not to touch women, ignores her. And the second monk, the older monk, picks her up on his back and crosses the river so she doesn't get wet. You can build in your own reason why she couldn't get wet. And he puts her down. 20, 30, 40 minutes later, an hour later, they're walking. And the younger monk says to the older monk, he goes, we took a vow to not touch women. Why did you pick up that woman? What are you doing? And the older monk said, are you still carrying her? I put her down an hour ago. Yeah. Isn't that good? That's great. Isn't that good That's story? exactly it. Isn't that it? The whole, I think it kind of all comes back again to um, how any, we let anything affect us. And most people carry around so much baggage, guilt, yeah. uh, for things that have happened in the past. There's nothing you can do yeah. about try work. That's why I think therapy is great. I think when, you know, when people go and they talk about these things in a healthy environment it's so important because yeah. a lot of times your buddies or your girlfriends they're not actually helping you when they're just like they Some just the, they're telling you what you want to hear that's right they yes and yeah. it they go yeah. ah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's what, what, what did you think you were going to say it's, yeah that's not <laughs> that's, really helpful no it's not my therapist yeah. as i've told many people would just go who cares <laughs> that's what he said about almost everything and it was yeah. so helpful i had a a drug experience, a psychedelic experience where I was like, and this is true right here and now. I was like, you're, dr we, you're high right I'm now? I'm high on drugs. <laughs> I'm high on. How many of me are there right now? Which one of you said that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was like, we are the ones that create the past by, we, we drag it. Yeah. We, and it is like dragging Santa's bag, but it's not filled with toys. It's filled with bullshit. And you drag it in. And again, I hear Val's voice saying like, we can have compassion. This is your protector. So your protector, which is an aspect of your ego, you could say, is like going like, well, Jonathan got hurt by someone with these qualities. Yeah. Right? You mentioned a breakup. So maybe you did file away. Like, look out for this type of treatment. Yeah. It might be indicative of this kind of person. We don't know, but I'm going to... It's like a, It's like an internal government. And your elected president is like, we will not be fooled again buy a woman that wears slap bracelets you know what i mean like they're doing the best they can sometimes that's all they have yeah. slap bracelets mean narcissistic personality disorder vote for me and you're the one that votes are we going to keep this legislation anyway this metaphor goes on and on and on so but what i'm saying is that there's a reason for it and we can even love the fact that our brain is trying to 
yeah. hold on to grudges to a well, certain extent, to a helpful extent. And, and when it comes to relationships, that's why, you know, Zoe and I didn't find each other until our 40s. And um, <clears throat> it was funny because, you know, but you think... You <clears throat> late 40s. Yeah. <laughs> and then you look in the camera. <clears throat> <clears throat> Uh, Barely. I've had work done. Everybody knows. Uh, no, we you do were, work and you've had We work. were talking about how, you know, we were both married before and, you know, had many relationships and, and whatnot. And the problem is when you're younger, you don't know what you want in a relationship. And, you know, I had relationships where I was like, is this normal? Is this, are we supposed to be like this? And I'm feeling isolated. I don't feel listened to. Oh, and yeah. And then you... You, Which, you by get, the way, I think are echoes of past patterns. Like, yeah. when you're in a weird relationship, it, I think you might have been attracted to it. Not you, I'll say me, because it's the type of abuse you're used to. It, which is totally true. You're you just know? like, oh, this is familiar. Yeah. Like, they how many people feel... did you know that used to constantly date horrible men or horrible yeah. women? And like, yeah. it's it, it's true. You see this pattern, but I think you learn. And so I got to a point where I finally decided. I'm like. I'm not going to put up with that bullshit. I'm not perfect. I know yeah. I'm not perfect, yeah. but I'm not going to put up with these baseline things. That yeah, deal breakers. I, yeah. And they're not like, they're really not like anything other than personality. Like if somebody doesn't respect you enough to understand that you have emotions, you have a right to feel a certain way. If somebody doesn't understand, they're either a narcissist and they don't give a shit, right. um, or they're so inexperienced in, in love and emotion that, I'm too mature for that, and I don't want to be with somebody right. like that. Right, and it's not mean. No, it's not mean. See, it's like just defending being or or what I'm hearing actually when you make statements like that is just like self love work, and that doesn't mean narcissism. That just means like I think what I what's so important that you're touching on is it's us that goes. You know what? It's like the president, new led, new uh, what's it called? New government. I'm going to have a new government. Okay. And this government is running on a campaign that I'm worthy of respect, safety, yeah. spaciousness, curiosity, humor. But like, really, I, safety covers so much of it. Like somebody where I can feel safe. Still excited. Still yeah. excited and interested. But like, a lot of us are going for someone like, I've, I've been cut here. Like, I kept getting cut here. Would you cut me there? Yeah. And you make these weird sort of agreements. And it takes a moment where you do it. No one else, I know this sounds like a fucking inspirational talk. I'm just saying like, it was an epiphany for me to realize that it's me yeah. that decides. You could say, you deserve the life you want. Yeah. You deserve the partner you want. Any People can say that, but until you go like, no, I do. And it's like I was saying about dragging the past. Yeah. Alan Watts says, we're under no obligation to be the person we were five minutes ago. Well, I'm just, I'm not a happy, I'm not a, it doesn't work out for me. It's like, there are other, other people. I'm a huge, I don't know. I'm happy that you got out of the things that you got yeah. out of. I think, you know. You and just, what they taught you. You analyze it. Even from the dating, I mean, remember, it got to a point where things were so crazy as well. And also there were, because as soon as you get physical with a partner, it also changes the relationship too. So I dated a lot of people and I never would let it get there because I didn't trust that it was going to be a safe place to get there. Sex sexual? Uh, yeah, sexually. Like if, once that you do that, change that in a dynamic. So That's really like, interesting. I'm usually the first person to say it's like glue. Yeah. As soon as you start uh, getting in the bone zone, yeah. like it can be. I was not a one, like a first, uh, what do you call it? Like one night stand type of person. That's, yeah. I was never like that. And But even in that, I would go out and if there's any inkling, I remember I was out with this one person and I'd known her socially through other people and whatnot. And 
Anyway, we went out for dinner, and she spent the entire dinner making fun of the strangers in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Literally, like their physical attributes, the way they were talking. And it, I was so confused. I'm like, is the conversation that dull that you want to make fun of this elderly couple that's over here? It was really oh, weird. No. So at the end of the day, I remember, I said to her, I'm like, and, and you know, Zoe and I are both the same in the fact that we're very straightforward and that can offend people. But I said to to this woman, I said, I don't think this is a match. I don't think we should do this again. Um, you know, thank you for dinner, but I think this is the last time. And she lost it on me. She threw a drink at me, called me an asshole in the middle of the restaurant. I don't like it when people are looking at me and I don't like when eyes, every eye in the restaurant came and turned and whatever. And, you know, I, I ended because I think she wanted to continue to another bar and have drinks and everything. And I was like, that's the end of the, the date. And, uh, you know, it was horrible. Like she made a whole scene. And what kind of drink was it? It was wine. Yeah. Red wine. Yeah. White wine. White so, wine. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. That actually gets uh, stains out. None of my wardrobe is expensive, so I'm totally fine with that. I can't believe yeah. it. So yeah. you didn't see that coming at all. You were like, hey, I just want to no, be I up front. I didn't see it coming, but you know that for me, it was like, I'm always, I'm analyzing things early on, and I was like, it got to a point where I'm like, yeah, nope, this is definitely a no-go. It's never happening this, again. That's like, look, and I believe you did it compassionately. That is the most caring thing you can do. So much of us are, are tied up and locked up, and it's like, well, we did that. I think they want to go to this bar. And you'll leave them on. You'll even maybe yeah. sleep with them because you're like, I think that's what they're expecting. When yeah. you can really just be real and be like, let's not postpone No, well, actually, you feeling. know what's interesting is, I, so a friend of mine um, uh, who I've known for many, many years, and she's um, always said to me, she's like my, she's like that little person that sits on your shoulder and gives you advice and whatever. And yeah. I remember I was dating somebody and... I was very clear because I'd gotten out of a long relationship. I was not interested in, I actually didn't even date for about six months after my, um, when I was married before. Yeah. When I split from that. But I went out, I was dating. It was almost exactly was, as long as I waited to. Yeah. And it's like, got to a point where, because I held a lot of resentment toward, in general, toward women in relationships because of what had happened from, you know, that relationship and my previous. Was there and a then, headline to that? Was it infidelity or anything? Uh, it, it n- nothing. this isn't a gossip podcast you, my wife yeah. cheated on me i was looking for common ground not yeah it's um you know it's not it's more just uh you know I, I realized that it's a problem i had with the person and it happens to be that i had been with a couple of people that you know did not jive with me very well at all mm. but um finally when i started dating again i was very clear and i said i'm not looking for anything serious it's nice to have company it's nice to to go and do things see shows and do whatever you can do and i remember I, I said to my friend, I'm like, well, I know that this person is trying to lock me down and they want to, and they said, oh yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Nothing serious. It's fine. And I said, I know that they want to change me and they want to change my mind and that's their goal. And she said, well, then don't you think you're really leading them on? Hmm. And I said, no, I am literally saying to her face, I said, I'm not interested mm. in any relationship. I just want company so we can go and do shows and everything and she's like yeah but you know in the back of your mind that she wants it otherwise and i said but why is that on me i'm the one who's being honest and forward she's the one who's trying to change me and it's an interesting dynamic and depending on who you talk to everyone is on one side or the other so i finally got to a point where i didn't want to play any of those games if i sniffed out that somebody wasn't being truthful there was no other no second i think that's really interesting i also agree with your little friend your shoulder friend because it's not fair, but if you if I build a cube 
and it's filling slowly with water and you get in it and I say, if you stay in here too long, you'll drown. But I have to trust you'll get out <laughs> before you drown. And then it looks like they're going to drown. It is my, it's still my cube and my water. Yeah. My inability to commit is still the water that's going to hurt them. So even if they're lying, and I understand why they're not being fully honest, because how many relationships do start with like, we yeah. dated, they didn't want to be serious, or yeah. we dated and we thought it was just this and it turned into this, or or we thought we were friends. Yeah. And isn't that sort of the superpower, not just of women, but anybody with like feminine intuition that can go... I actually think I know what you need better than the what nurturing you think. element of it. Nurturing, yeah. And and by the way, I don't know. I can't really speak to that with Val and I, but like, there was certainly Val and I were into each other very quickly. It went at the same pace. But I would have understood if she was like, if I was like, and I don't know about this. I think she would have been like, all right, fine. But she would have known. Well, and it's funny because <laughs> you go through different periods in your life. I was single for a very long time and I've been burned by people. And I, I've been in relationships too and they're absolutely wonderful people and there just wasn't the spark that I was looking for. Yeah. And uh, But what's so funny is, so I'd been single for a long time before meeting Zoe and then... Zoe Barnes? Yes. From House of Cards? Yeah. She's dead. What? Yeah, the president pushed her in front of a subway. Oh, my God. Yeah, Zoe Barnes is... She's also fictional. So it's double bad. She never existed, (laughs) and she doesn't exist in the way she didn't exist in the first place. Well, I date a lot of fictional people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's real hot. (laughs) (laughs) It's the way to keep it safe. Um no, it's uh, now I totally forgot what I was talking about. Yeah, that's about. good hosting right there. Yeah, the, the greatest. I'm going to win yeah. a Peabody Award. Yeah. Um, and we'll find it. We're talking about being honest, the cue. Oh, when we met. Water, yeah. when you met. So we had, so I, I had been single for quite a while, and my publicist convinced me to do this article for People Magazine about being ready for love because I was ready <laughs> for love, but I'm like, I don't I've necessarily need to talk to somebody that was that story. And it says, Jonathan Scott, I, I'm going to show quote, you this. I'm ready for love. I'm not joking. I'm hold on. I, is, isn't it embarrassing when you can Google something your faster about yourself than you can pull up on your own phone? My daughter and I were making a collage. Jonathan Scott, people magazine, white horse. You're on a white horse on the beach on a white horse ready for love it's so embarrassing and so so there like so did you do multiple setup i'm not joking so this is a it had zoe seen that article about me she would never have dated me i guarantee you because it was it was really cheap. tell we, me we when you months, got we met three months after that came out it takes three months to live this down i mean i'm still living it down <laughs> i'm on a horse in mexico on the beach a white horse and this horse is tired looking yeah and, that horse is and you look you look like you're about to attend I look a Tony Robbins <laughs> seminar. You so, look <laughs> magnificent. But anyway, that's what I was saying. Is like, tell me, did were you worried that would be the cover? Well, that so my whole thing was, <laughs> I get it. I get sometimes why publicists have different you know things they want to do, and sometimes I'm a little too susceptible, like a little too accommodating for some things. But anyway, it didn't affect Zoe. I mean, when we met, we actually met on carpool karaoke. We It was Zoe and her sister Emily. It was Drew and me. And it was sisters and the brothers. And we had a blast. And Zoe... And James. What's that? James Corden? Yeah. Uh, it was uh, the, his, the show on Apple that he had done. Oh, it was the show, so he wasn't yeah. there. No, exactly. What and was so song? We did, a, we did the, a whole series of songs. Everything from Proclaimers, 500 Miles, like we'd like... 
so Linda Ronstadt. Like we had Ew. so many songs. We actually went back. So they had Zoe and me, just the two of us, go back and do a kind of where are they now? Before episode, you were dating, and we won an Emmy for it. Uh, no, no, we started dating him almost immediately. Wait, your relationship won an Emmy? Pretty much, yes. <laughs> the, I mean, not the first one. They're like, married, we don't know about this relationship, but the second one did. When you get married, will the Emmy officiate? Uh, I think that's how it works. I think you don't have to pay. It cuts to the crowd. It's just yeah. Golden Globes yeah. on one side and Oscars on the other. Well, we don't give each other vows. We give each other Emmys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And SAG residuals. Yeah, exactly. I think so. I, I understand Jonathan has written his own SAG residuals. I'm really I'm really bad with all the technicalities. Of I am planning a wedding right now. Zoe and I are planning our wedding. And yeah. we, I, we're so like, we've been there before. We're like, you know what? We just want to have a no, kick-ass party. Second wedding's the best. With... The people we really care about. Hello, I'm talking to Second Wedding. <laughs> second Wedding is the only good. It's the only good wedding. What do you think you're going to enjoy your first wedding? Ridiculous. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's like losing your virginity. Yeah. Second Wedding is like, all right, I know a couple moves, and they're all just. I want people to have a fun time. Can I give you one piece yes. of unsolicited advice that Val really nailed for our wedding? Absolutely. You just want your wedding to look like your love. And if you think about you're inviting people into your, this sounds like something someone would say on your show, but like like what it feels like, meaning not fancier, sparkling. I just mean like, like sloppy is it warm? And sweaty. Is it sloppy? Is it sweaty? <laughs> is there a ukulele on every seat? <laughs> no, uh, our wedding was very like folksy it was kind of bluegrassy it was it was outside it was, everybody had to pick up their chairs from the ceremony and take it over to the table yeah. wine barrels it was in a vineyard and and a big tree and twinkle lights very not not super fancy it wasn't yeah. like a <gasps> like that but it was warm and it sort of had a fantastic Mr. Fox kind of flavor yeah. because that movie meant a lot to us and that vibe that Wes Anderson kind of feeling anyway so when people come to the wedding and they're celebrating and bearing witness to you guys and enjoying it if it feels like this little ecosystem yeah. of you guys. Yeah. And then it then it's not like planning a party. It's more like, what do we look like? Yeah. What do we look like as a couple? I love that because the one thing that Zoe and I have bonded over is we both love to entertain. And we this is my one humble brag that I'm allowed. We throw the best parties we throw amazing dinner parties and we love doing it yeah she's very creative and and when we do it all ourselves she does tablescapes and and i handle you know the entertainment stuff and uh but for the wedding i agree with you it doesn't have to be the fanciest thing no. it doesn't have to be anything i also don't subscribe Unless that's what you look like if you look like white yeah. marble in an indoor waterfall then yeah. go for it golden but, toilets and yeah. calicutta for, what were you gonna say <laughs> oh i was just i was gonna say like we're, i don't subscribe to allowing your, the people around you to also dictate what you have to do at your wedding. That's fucking it, right. Second wedding. Yeah. If somebody, you know, I there, I have family that I've never met. I've got distant. I'm like, I'm, I'm literally. If if I haven't had dinner or a sleepover with you yeah. in the last yeah. year, yeah. Let me say it for yeah. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's fucking it's, bye. We want to keep it simple. And, Can I tell you the healing? My first wedding was all fucking this and this fucking. I don't want to say any titles, you know, what family members they were. They all came to the first one. I have, from my first wedding, I don't look at these pictures, obviously, but, like, I know there are pictures of just miserable Lithuanians, like, <laughs> it looks like it should be in black and white. 
Hello. You know, like, just like, why the fuck are you at my wedding? Yeah. I'll tell you why. We were hoping you'd give us some cash, and you didn't, because we were 22 <laughs> and broke. But anyway, that's not even true. You were there because my parents said that's the done thing, you know? Yeah. And now our second wedding, the healing, and it goes back to what you were saying about relationships. When you realize that that's all nonsense. I have to invite who my parents say, or I have to date someone that hurts me. It's the same yes mechanism that goes like, that. it's like my drug experience. We don't have to drag that aspect of the past into this. This is a fresh, this one, this is a fresh moment with arrows in every direction. You can go in any direction and they say, well, you have to invite so-and-so and you're like, Roberta, your friend from church, will not be at the wedding. You know what I mean? Like, feels fucking great. Yeah. Only A-list, baby. Yeah, exactly. But also, it's not on me to worry about someone else feeling like their feelings that's, are hurt. Yeah. Because they, they weren't invited. And, and that's, that's the, not that's a the thing box that gets, of water, by the way. That is not on you. No, it's not. A, it, yeah. But also, like, sometimes you'll have pressure from family members. Like, no, you have to. Just like... No, I really don't because I could also elope and not do the wedding at all. But yeah. you know, we we want to have we want to spend time with friends and family and and whatnot. And I I do remember there are certain like from my my first wedding, uh, the one thing that it should have been a red flag for me, and I I kind of like glossed over and everything. But I'm Scottish, proud of my Scottish you heritage. Wanted to wear a kilt, and she said I did no. wear a kilt. Okay. The, the wedding we had this beautiful outdoor setting. Friends let us use their place on a lake. It was gorgeous. She forbid me from having bagpipes play wow. at any point during the wedding. We were literally out on a lake in the perfect setting. I get that it's too loud in a church or something, but we were out on a yeah, lake yeah, in the yeah. first setting. I'm all was in kilts. Was it a foggy lake? Because if it's a foggy lake. There was a castle. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I, and I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, and so, you know, Zoe and I have talked about the stuff that we want to do and. And speaking of castle, I proposed at Edinburgh Castle. You did not. Yeah, I had a whole thing. I had a pipe band set up. It was all, we cleared the castle. We were the only people there. Like a bagpipe. Yeah, yeah. See, that's healing. That's the punchline to that story. First wedding, no bagpipes. Yeah. Second engagement, bring in the bagpipes. She literally knows um, the things that are important to me, the things that have hurt me. I've had other relationships too where the same, the person ended up doing the same thing that hurt me in a previous relationship yeah. and they knew that that was what happened in a previous, and they still did it. Right. And so that's what I think is so incredible when you find somebody who knows your sensitivities, who knows what has hurt you yeah. and they vow to never do that. No, that's exactly right. My first wife, like I said, it was infidelity and she left me and as much as I've been therapized and healed and, and it's been a long time, all of those things, Val knows she just has to tell me I'm not going to leave you. She just yeah. has to say it. Yeah. Like, because I get, there's a, like a little wounded 28-year-old still in me somewhere and she just goes, baby, I'm not, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not yeah. going to leave you. And I'm just like, that's my bagpipes. Yeah. I know that sounds silly, but like, no, that's exactly when you it. find the healing element. Yeah. And it is, and it is something to be said for it being verbalized because like an a, right? people will think it but they don't say it i'm like you realize like when you're saying when you're at a party it it is important for those little gestures to show that you're thinking of the other person you care you have just, just a foot under the yeah. table yeah that's all i need I, I i am not a glutton for i am a glutton for attention to my work but in my regular life because val and i talked about this if she just touches my hand or if she just if i touch her hand and she holds it yeah it's it's 
It's funny how quickly we can just a thumb, unravel a if we don't do that. Just a thumb to the scrotum. Just a thumb right to the taint. Yeah. You push up and you go, it's the male. <laughs> she still loves me. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for stopping me from saying male G-spot. Yeah. Yeah. And then I brought it up anyway. What's interesting is that Zoe Deschanel is a theme for a wedding. Like I guarantee <laughs> people have said it's to happened. wedding planners, make my wedding look like it's Zoe Deschanel's wedding because she has a... And I mean all of this as a compliment. I don't mean it as like a phony, like brand. But I mean she has a look. She has an aesthetic. Oh, she's she has a sound. most stylish person it's because she's a, mu- a musician. Yeah. So once you, if you listen to she and him or or her Christmas albums and or what all that stuff, and you go make it look like that. Yeah. I can I can already see it. I can already see the slogan, "New Guy and Girl." That's new the wedding slogan. <laughs> new Guy and Girl. <laughs> Wait, no, she and him and him. She, she yes. and them. She and them. Both of them. <laughs> and it's Whatever. you and your brother. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> no, it's true. It's uh, it actually was pretty incredible because uh, she has even when we were designing our house, we were renovating for three years on our home to oh, here wow. to get done. Like and, the Winchester house. Yeah, you know that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I still want to go. I, they've, they've invited the me to go there. To yeah, exactly. But uh, no, they. Um, I've never trusted anybody else to design anything within the walls of the home I live in. And mm. I discovered that Zoe has incredible taste. And so she picked a lot of the wallpapers and the fixtures and hardware and stuff like that. And then I could focus on the architectural and the construction mm. side. But it was great. We have a very symbiotic relationship that way where we lean on each other. Even when we're doing, we're obsessed with escape rooms. We do escape rooms all the time, just the two of us. Wow. And I'm very fast. I'm very, very quick. I've done hundreds of them all over the world, and I love it. But you skip steps. You're like, I, I bet the things. key's in there, and I bet it's over there, and I bet, I bet it just says it's behind the clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally will do it. But you're not always right. And so Zoe's yeah. very, she's slow but meticulous, and she'll go through, and she'll pick up all the things that I missed, and it ends up being this perfect relationship where we kind <laughs> of, we respect each other's weaknesses, but we also support each other's strengths. And You might want to work that into your vows because that just made me a little emotional. Because yeah. a relationship is like an escape room and you want a good partner in your escape room. No, 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 idea. I don't mean it like that. I no, mean no, like, I, I'm, I'm literally but, thinking in my mind because I haven't written my vows yet. You like, want to have a partner that is bringing something else that was missing. Yeah. So if I'm in an escape room... It's exactly how Val and I are, not to compliment us again, but I'm just like, I love our, our, I love our love. And I am this. And I sort of am like, I'm high processing, I'm fast, I'm this, I'm heady, I'm top down, yeah. she's bottom up. And she brings me into my body and she brings in all this like wisdom. She's the one that goes like, you need to slow down. She's the one that says like, I don't think you need to do that. I, 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 you're missing this and this. And she, so she's literally like waking me up to life. Yeah. And then I'm... And I would say this if she was here again, it's like I'm making her feel safe. I know that's very heteronormative or whatever it is, but like I'm protecting her and providing for her so she can blossom. But it's just so I, it might, and I'm not even talking necessarily about financials. I'm just yeah. saying like, I got you. I believe in you. I say it to her all the time. Yeah. I you, believe you have in to you. be able to do that for each other. Yeah. That's, that's the whole thing. Is I, I've been in relationships where I was the only one constantly supporting and 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 engaging and and you know doing all of these things to show support and it wasn't reciprocated yeah and you eventually it chips away at you to the point where your emotional foundation is rocky yeah and i'm that, a say it person too yeah sorry yeah no i, I think it's it's important to, and to it's say simple. these things it's and not, you know what that thing is so funny is i'm not a gift person i don't like gifts i don't like gifts all. either yeah mm. i i find it 
I don't even know what to say sometimes when people get because I don't like gifts. I have the things that I need, but you know, if it's if someone makes like a creative, like a thing, creative like a card thing, is or that will write me a poem. Yeah, but what I was thinking is, some people they feel like the only way to show gifts, 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 gifts. Yeah, the value of a written note or a poem or yeah. even just some kind words in an unexpected moment. Yeah worth way more i agree than a well maybe not a brand new lamborghini but a lambo you know. <laughs> i'd rather yeah. have the lambo baby but no, no honestly uh no if somebody gave me a lamborghini i i would get rid of it immediately uh but if somebody said like the new electric one looks like the batmobile by the way does it really yeah which one which batmobile uh the like the big sexy curve long the long body frame on it oh it looks that's you mean looks tim burton batman yeah like 86? Yeah, yeah. Or whatever that was, 89? A little more straight edges than everybody. Anyway, I just thought that would be appropriate, seeing as right behind you is Batman. And there's Batman racing. behind you. I call them yeah. Batman. Pardon the interruption, weirdos. This episode is brought to us by our friends at The Perfect Gene. Sorry to keep talking about my Netflix special, but of course, I'm wearing The Perfect Gene in my Netflix special. I am not for everyone. Because they look incredible and they feel incredible. It's the 21st century. I don't know why we can't wear comfortable pants that also look good, but you know, in the past, your options were yoga pants like Sting or Phil Collins or something. But now we have jeans that look like designer jeans with ultra, ultra high quality craftsmanship. Craftsmanship. I never have to replace my, my perfect jeans and I wear them every single day and they're buttery soft, silky smooth and give you stretch so, you're, so your man parts aren't crushed. These are the best pants I've ever owned. No lie. I own so many pairs and so many different washes. Even their khaki wash, which is incredible. I love a light khaki. It looks like khakis, but it's that soft genie material. Genie? Yeah, a genie material. And what do they do? They uh, sew in 2% spandex and 2.5% rayon for, for, a sneaky, for a sneaky, stretchy secret that no one needs to know. They, I wear them to red carpet events. I wear them to TV tapings, obviously, but they feel like pajamas. Isn't that the best of both worlds? No one needs to know you're basically wearing a, a, like a baby's onesie. It's so soft, you'll forget you're wearing pants. It's actually, I, I have to say that legally, you might forget you're wearing pants. They're incredible. They look awesome. They fit awesome. They last forever and they spare your nuts. Perfectly perfect jeans for the imperfect man. 20% off when you use code weirdo at checkout, liberate your lower limbs, protect your lower lentils, whether you got a little clover or a honking eggplant, it doesn't matter. They got you covered, and you're going to look good while you're doing it. Uh, support the show. Support your lower half. Go to The Perfect Gene, J-E-A-N, theperfectgene.nyc. That's theperfectgene.nyc, and use code WEIRDO for 20% off at checkout. Those guys are incredible. It's also brought to us by our friends at Ritual, the only multivitamin that I've ever taken that I don't just get the feeling that I'm immediately peeing it out. You know when you take a, a, a multivitamin and the next time you pee, it's like the color of a highlighter and you're like, well, there that goes. Ritual has figured that out. You take it, it's got a delayed release, so it waits until it's in your lower intestine to break down so it can actually be absorbed. And the proof is in the pudding. I used to go to the doctor and they were like, you're deficient in this, 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 this. Ritual has got me covered and it gets me ready, feeling great to start my day. It's traceable, scientifically developed with high quality key nutrients in bioavailable forms. The ingredients are, you, are traceable, like I said, knowing where they came from. What do we got in there? D3. 
DHA, omega-3 DHA for muscle function, immune function with D3, B12, hard to get if you don't eat meat, B12, traceable, vegan-friendly, non-GMO, sugar-free, gluten-free, major allergen-free, and as I said, they delay the release, which is a game change. It's a minty essence in every bottle that keeps taking them a pleasure. There's a minty aftertaste, so it's actually enjoyable. It's not some disgusting pharmaceutical smelling horse pill that you have to force down. It's a pleasure to take in the morning. I also take their Symbiotic Plus pre, post, and... uh, Pre, post, and there's three biotics. It's like a pro, oh, pro, (laughs) probiotic for gut health. And I take their multis for men every single day. Val takes their women. She also took their prenatal when she was pregnant. This is a great multivitamin. If you've resisted in in the past, I get it. Ritual has solved those problems. You can support your body and support the show. Ritual is giving weirdos 30% off during your first month. Visit ritual.com slash weird to start Ritual or add Essential to Men, for Men, sorry, add Essential for Men to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash weird. All right, everybody, back to Jonathan Scott. Yeah, there's a bunch of Batman behind you. Is um, Again, not a gossip podcast. Do you think Zoe will sing at your wedding? Because that's an interesting one. If I'm coming to your wedding, which I'm assuming I'm not, because I love your credentials. Fucking pals, <laughs> deep, the deep friends. Wait, when's our last sleepover that we had? This podcast is surprisingly long. <laughs> I would buy a sculpture. I don't think I'd fit on this couch. You absolutely wouldn't. You, oh, that you would fit on that there. one. Why is that one cushion backwards? That's going to bug me. The There's a stain of... on it. No, oh, no, but it could go the other rotate. way. It's rotate. Yeah, 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 yeah. uh, the, the zipper's forward. Zipper's back, people. Tell me something about your house when you designed it. We'll fix that. Don't do it now, Katie. You know there's spiders in that couch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you just told me to sleep on that couch. <laughs> well, I want you to be devoured by, sp- devoured by spiders. Uh, what is something in your house that you guys, again, just for Wait, like, I never answered your question. Tell me. I don't know that Zoe will sing at the wedding. Oh, yeah. um, I love every thing she sings everything she plays our house i designed it so we listened to her for two months yeah november december it's just greatest holiday album it's the greatest holiday albums ever but um we were talking about that and i don't know i i want us to have a night where we don't have to be on like it you know we can enjoy each other so we haven't even talked about that stuff yet but i don't know i don't know if she will or not yeah it's interesting i'm thinking it through i i like i didn't I wouldn't have wanted to do a funny toast. My vows weren't very funny. You know what I mean? You, yeah. That was enough performance. And then the rest of it was ice cream and dancing. Oh, here's another tip. Ready for the, a tip? Yes. This is a good tip. I don't even, I'm not going to apologize for Eat the ice cream tip. after the dancing? No, no. Fill your butt crack with the ice cream. Okay. Then have a box of hungry squirrels. Wait. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, this is a tip that our, I wish I could remember the name of our wedding planner, but she said, what you do is, because what's a great wedding? I mean, maybe you differ on this, but a great wedding is one where everyone dances. Mm -hmm. You get, first of all, fucking bangers only. What is this fucking bullshit with wedding DJs playing sleeper hits and shit? Beyonce, play Beyonce. Like, just fucking do it. Let's go. Play Crazy in Love. These are the things that Val and I like to dance to. But regardless of your music choices, after the ceremony, uh, you guys have come out, you've been announced. Get everyone on the dance floor for a photo. Take a huge group photo, then play the song. Play the song everyone has to dance to while everyone's on the dance floor for the photo. Brilliant idea. And it just it just happens. Yeah. And next thing you know, instead of three brave people dancing, 
out of the hundred, let's say seventy-five are going to stay on the dance floor. The old people are going to shuffle off to Buffalo. Well, and we're we're actually going to um, put psychedelics into the desserts. Well, that's so what that, I was going to say as well. Yeah, that just kind of kicks you, things off. Too. If you had a wedding where everyone was on, on MDMA, that would be incredible. <laughs> it would also lead to an orgy, which would yeah. be weird. You'd be like, uh, "Who's family?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, which is also an interesting thing too, because so we recently just did a, a holiday. We went through you know Scotland and England and. France oh, I saw that. I saw that on your social. You were in the woods <clears throat> that you played in. Yeah, well, exactly. That was very sweet. So that's Lanark, where we were born. Or we were sorry. My dad was born, and um, so our family's all from Lanark. It turns out Zoe's mom's family is from Blackwood, which is ten minutes away from there. No way. So there's a thirty-one percent chance that we're distant cousins. So who knows? But we hot. won't talk about that. It's so hot. <laughs> so hot. I didn't think you guys were going to make it until just now. <laughs> Because that is the kind of heat yeah. you can't fake. No. 30% chance? <laughs> no, that is, oh, that's very know. funny. I thought that was real science. No, no. Let me ask you this. Uh, I need to know, what is your elf watching policy? Because, look, you can't have Christmas without watching elf. You can't. Agreed. You ha- So that means you have to watch it with her. Is she able to watch no. elf? No. She doesn't like to watch herself. But um, You got to deep fake it. Deep fake fucking <laughs> Katy Perry so, <laughs> on her face. This Do somebody is, else. So we have, there's a few films over the holidays that are like my go-to. I love Elf. I oh, love It's a Wonderful it's a, Life. I gotta do it with, with Zoe. Yeah. You gotta do it with yeah. her. Well, the funny thing is now the kids are at an age where their friends are now realizing that Zoe is an Elf and they watch it and they love it. And so a lot, like we'll go to the kids' school. Yesterday we were at an event at the kids' school and other kids will run up and they'll just be like, Start waving. Yeah. Hi, Zoe. And six these are ribbon girls. What's that? Six. Yeah, six inch ribbons. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's it's hilarious and it's cute. And so we uh, we don't really we don't watch a lot of TV and stuff like uh, in general. I don't even watch TV at all unless I'm like on a plane or something. Usually, mm. um, good murder show before bedtime. But yeah, that's yeah, about something it. to really haunt you. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, we um, you know I the, the holiday movies. Are- you need to tell her this. First of all, it's blonde Zoe. She won't even recognize herself. <laughs> and she's like, what, 20 years old in it? Yeah. There, enough time has passed. She needs to watch Elf. Yeah. I this think. is real. Yeah. She I'll, doesn't know what she's doing. Do I use that tone? Yes. And pitch that you Play using? this clip. <laughs> Zoe Deschanel has to watch Elf. I get it. Oh, we're all Adam Driver and we can't watch ourselves. You need to watch Elf. <laughs> if Adam Driver was Elf, he'd watch Elf. Yeah. Because it's Christmas. It's I wanna, not Christmas without Elf. I want to see Adam Driver as Elf now. That's you just or, put that in my head. Santa, I can't do it. <laughs> I can hear it. I can hear it in my head. Yeah, Santa. <laughs> so good. Oh my god, love Adam. It's a very different yeah. flavor. I uh, hope yeah. you find your dad. Say yeah. hi to your dad. My dad left me. <laughs> it's just very intense. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Yes. Right. Anyway. I I don't I think I've heard lore of that movie. Like they didn't think it was working. Do you have any inside scoop on that? Which movie? Elf. I heard Elf. like the production was kind of like I I think this is what I think I heard. I'm not even putting it to you. We're just two guys talking. That because I really know nothing. Like I know. That's why I'm just forget yeah. that. We're not looking for insider info is what I mean. I heard that like Will thought they were making a very different movie from what they were making. Yeah. And that it wasn't, you know, there's that horror cut of Elf, the trailer. Have you you seen it? Oh, you got to Google it. 
Somebody, yeah. it's one of the great ones. You know, they say comedy and horror movies, the only difference is the music. Yeah. So you can cut Elf into a very good horror trailer. Really? I mean, think about it. Zoe's in the shower and he's coming in and you just right. like... The raccoon you know that mean? jumps on his face? These the raccoon? Is, I mean, you're kidding, but that gave me nightmares. All right, I can No, but like, up. they're like, something's wrong with him and it's like... There's I, Christmas. I know? do remember uh, reading as well the same thing, that, that it w apparently wasn't an easy road to make yeah. that movie and yeah. uh there were a lot of like changes and even in edit i believe that they had to go through a lot of passes and right stuff and like i that. think they realized kind of late wait this is a family movie yeah and you can sort of you can sort of tell yeah like it seemed like it was like maybe he's a little like not not twisted but like something's wrong with this guy yeah and then they were like no it's magical it's christmas magic yeah anywho i mean it all. is one of the great Christmas movies, I do love it. And Josh Rubin, do you know Josh Rubin? He's one of the funniest people ever. He's in the crowd during the news scene, and we always spot Josh Rubin. He's great, yeah. great. Peter Dinklage, so old Dinkies, Dinkies in there. Uh, yeah, you got Adam or not Adam? Um, uh, oh my God, uh, the dad? No, Con uh, Conan's. Oh, Andy, Richard. Andy, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adam. Um, but who's the dad? Because that's a classic. James Con. James Con. Yeah. yeah, he he was great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing is like you know, I actually do play through. Coming over here, I was playing a throwback jams mix uh, yes. of music, and I'm like, for me, I love the genre I grew up in. The music my parents played at the holidays. It's yeah. Bing Crosby. It's Nat King Cole, and you know the movies that we would watch. You know, It's a Wonderful Life. Um, you know. Uh, What's the other one uh, with Scrooge? Um, Bill Murray. No, no, no. The original with Alistair Sim. Oh. Like, I like the uh, Christmas Carol. Yeah. All of these, it just brings back a sense of nostalgia. Well, my hope is, you know, that the kids will keep coming back to the house and they'll keep, you know, we have the holidays, we have everything happening. They'll love those traditions, they'll love those memories, and we'll have those moments. Our family, there's not really a lot of drama in our family you know our our parents were pretty strict growing up and everything but we have these beautiful moments these beautiful family memories and i love that our parents have now moved here and so we can actually spend time mm. together mm. again but that's important for me and so all the chaos and the craziness and everything goes on yeah I, holidays are my favorite time because yeah. i love the music i love the movies i love the the food and yeah. that's that's what's important to me yeah i'm going for it this year every year i make the pledge this is going to be the christmas it, it always makes me a little depressed yeah i get because it rem look i'm not trying to shit on my family i'm just saying like it, it as a group we weren't always gelling yeah i'll say that and the holidays was always like the time we spent the most time together yeah. and there was all this pressure and well, that's why they always say that, you know, family, like holiday dinners are always like the catalyst for every major family argument. And it's true. Yeah. I don't know what it, and I, I would see a lot of that uh, could happen for extended periods of time because you get people together and, you know, inevitably, you know. And you bring things. in pressure of gifts and stuff. And, and look, we're that's talking about. I don't like gifts. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Part of the reason though, dude, is why I don't like gifts is because I saw that it's not for everybody. And I really wish. I, this is compassion. I'm not shitting on my parents. I'm like, I wish we could have been like, look, we're not great at gifts. That's okay. Let's, yeah. let's do something else. Maybe we're a trip. Maybe yeah. we should go on a trip on Christmas or something. I don't know how you could have saved yeah. my family's Christmas. <laughs> but what we did was Christmas Eve, Barnes and Noble. And it's fucking yeah. sad. Yeah. And so like, 
when I went to Val, I don't mean to change the whole subject, but when I went to Val's house for Christmas, and they're great at Christmas, they'll give you a thing that you mentioned six months ago. Like they're great at gifts. <laughs> yeah. Or even if they're like swing shots in the dark, they're based on something you might yeah. like. Like, But not just your obvious interested, no, like a lower level interest or a book yes. that you wanted to read. Some and, people are good at that, yeah. And it's like emotional for me. And I'm like... There was something, it took a toll on me to like shop for my mom on Christmas Eve, 10 minutes from the house, and they wrap it. And every year we give her a cat calendar. I mean, even yeah. saying that makes me just want to jump in a furnace. <laughs> like, I can't stand it. But going back to the theme of this entire conversation, okay, so no bagpipes, bagpipes, and then no good gifts. I'm a great gift giver, and I'm faking it. Yeah. You know what you do? You just write it down. That's yeah. all a great gift giver is. You just have a folder in your phone yep. called Val. She yeah. could find it at I any do. moment and see <laughs> what I've been, because I'm not naturally good at it, but you put the effort in. And the effort is only a result of the trauma. So I can't even fault the trauma. Yeah. The trauma was the engine that led to improvement in the same way our uh, not as successful relationships, let's not even call them failed. They just, yeah. they weren't long-term or permanent relationships no. led to the us that w could say like, you know what? Christmas this year is going to be fucking great. Yeah. And having kids is great for that because you're like, it's all about Leela. I don't. Totally about them. Yeah. It's like a second wedding. You go, like, we don't need Roberta there. Yeah. And and now it's just about making Leela yeah. believe in Sandy Claus. You know, it, you were saying it was a second ago about, you know, failing in relationships. And I never understood why failure was because you're, you're kind of taught in certain, you know, uh, periods throughout your life that failure is bad. Failure is bad. Every successful person in business has failed way more than they've succeeded. Yeah. Why can't that be accepted the same in relationships? I know. You can't get to a great relationship yeah. without having a bunch of failures. That's how you agree. evolve and adapt. And you don't even you said it. You don't even know what you want. No. You didn't know what you wanted. Yeah. And you, you were still unconsciously reenacting trauma, ritualistically reenacting traumas because yeah. that was what was familiar. And they can be small traumas. I don't mean yeah. like abuse necessarily. I just mean like, oh, that's familiar. But guess what? The the fishbowl you were raised in isn't as fun as the ocean fucking yeah. break the bowl you don't need to bring yeah. the bowl exactly and it's also too like i i see what you mean about having like you know holiday memories that aren't really something that you get excited about or whatever yeah um in my mind i have certain situations in my, and and particularly places that i visited with previous partners that really kind of tainted that place that i really did like and yeah. now it's like and in my mind i'm like is it that I would never want to go there again because I don't want to relive that? Or do I go and make a new memory? You reclaim it. That's, yeah, reclaim it. Yeah, exactly. You reclaim it. Can you do that with a holiday? Can you do that with a location? I love that. You, I really feel seen. Thank you for hearing me because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to rip up a flag. It was a fine flag. It's not a failure. It's just I just want a different flag yeah. in Mount Christmas. And it's funny. You've inspired me because I've had places that I thought were ruined by like fights like i had a again i used to just get screamed at i was i wasn't much of a fighter i was i was like more of a chandler i'd wait for a pause and say something horrible yeah. but say it, it calmly pour gasoline on the inferno <laughs> yeah 
And one of those happened at the Grove. I remember just being screamed at at the Grove. I was that. You ever see a couple just having a real fight at the fucking Grove? Yeah. Well, I was that guy. Oh wow! And everybody was like, "Yikes! Let's go to <laughs> let's go to fucking PF Chang's and forget we saw that." But I can go to the Grove now. But that that's a dumb example. But there are there are vacation spots, places that I, you'd think like, well, that that's yeah. ruined. And then more and more that you embody this perspective. There's an Avid Brothers song. It's like, I don't know if it's Avid. No, it is an Avid Brothers song. But it's talking about how all of those experiences like pave the road that lead you yeah. where you're going. That's exactly it. And nothing, like me saying, I'm a good gift giver because my family was really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Gift giver. <laughs> <laughs> then we date. Anybody you sing with, you end up dating. Did you know that? Well, does Val know about us? There's something going on here, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> the guy. Yeah. What does that make? You know, you're the one witnessing all of this. Well, I, I'm a fundamentalist Christian, and I need a chaperone. I kiss dating goodbye. Okay. If you get that okay. reference, uh, that's a weird one. <laughs> I was going to ask what something in your house that you're particularly proud of, meaning I'm giving you a green light to tell me about a, a, a load-bearing beam that has... Yeah, I thought I was literally coming here just to give you some construction advice. No, we I'm giving. Are we starting now? Are we starting the this podcast is where now? The podcast starts now. Okay, okay. Aren't so. you glad that I didn't say what would you do with this studio? <laughs> Fuck that shit. By I the way, first of all, can I just? I'm gonna, I'm gonna pat your ego for a moment here. I'll get it ready. You are an incredible conversationalist. Oh, you are too, man. And your your talk show, I thought was so incredible. That's from the background here. Yeah. The podcast is so incredible because it's not. I hate going on to a show, and I've said this for years. Like, no one tunes into me if I'm doing a segment because they want to learn the next trending paint colors. Right. They want to laugh. They want yeah, to yeah, hear yeah. something from the heart. They want to. Right. So anyway, just so you know, I really this has been a total that. joy. I really appreciate. But that. Um, in my house, yeah, my favorite room is the solarium. So I we built out. We basically did a small addition what to the back this? so we could oh, close. Oh, S O L. It's yeah. like a sunroom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's the most naturally light filled room. It's literally like a kettle top glass roof that you. I totally just threw burped. up a little bit. Yeah, I totally burped in the mic. Side. I'm really <laughs> rude. Remember we said I'm not the classy classic one. No, I love it. Um, I'm more like Canadian tuxedo. Yes, which is very trendy right now because thing, yeah. uh, Brad Pitt wore one in. Uh, once upon I a taught time him everything he knows. Yeah, um, I wrote down, I need a Brad Pitt story from you. Yeah. Just come on. Yeah. Dude, he was great. Anyway, Solarium. So that's where we host our dinner the other night. And uh, it's just so beautiful. It's all We have all the trees, olive trees in there and a green wall. And hmm. it's, What's the, a green wall? Like it, it makes plant, oxygen? Like a plant wall. Yeah. yeah. And Very so, good for the air, right? Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. And you know, like we, we grow a lot of our own vegetables and everything as well. We have the lettuce grow farm stands and stuff like that. Yeah, and, cool. Um, Zoe actually started that company with her ex-husband. And um, we're all very close. And it's nice to be able to be surrounded by nature. Wow. Where we live is so quiet and private and you literally have this magical moment in that room. You sit there, and if you're reading or writing or whatever you're doing, it's just incredible. So this really, you you it's it's kind of slid by, but you were like you don't watch TV, and I'm just so glad that you're not because you could be sitting in the solarium. Yeah, I'd, you know have, to, I mean? I'd have to install a TV in the solarium, and that's just <laughs> which would ruin a lot it. of work. Now it's blue light, it's oh. unnatural. 
But anyway, no, that's... Uh, so you made a really... solarium. Is There's furniture in it? I'm really trying yeah. to picture it. Um, well, it's... Uh, I'll show you pictures okay. after. But we have um, usually... I, so I custom designed two sofas, big sofas for in there. They're super cozy and loungy. And it's just that with a coffee table. Nice. Um, when we're doing an event, we do long harvest tables across the whole room um, between the trees and then we'll set it up and wow. our, our happy number in there is 24 we can have 24 guests for dinner <laughs> i love that you know that we've you should have a sign that says occupancy over 24 is not socially yeah. viable <laughs> exactly like, it's not a fire hazard no pants no shoes and no one over 24 people allowed <laughs> in this space but we set up the whole i mean i literally designed it to solve all of our problems as the kids get older and they're six and eight right now and what their needs will be and you know do we want to have people come visit we've got the guest house and um even in the yard you know when we throw big halloween parties or whatever it might be i've set it up so there's infrastructure around the entire yard to plug in bouncy castles to do this to that. Hmm. anything i could possibly think of so that we can host and and That's have friends great. around it's set up so it really makes everything easier for us because yeah you know, you have your zones. Everything's all zones. Isn't it funny? I, look, I don't mean to belabor this, but I have to imagine you like what you do. So if this gets old, you let me know. But it's interesting how like little things like outlet placement, an old old hotel, where's the outlet? It's behind the bed. You have to move so the annoying. bed. Yeah. And now there's USB-Cs. There's U- and, and I'm just like, that, human animals aren't that complicated. They just want to be like, did you think of me? And it actually goes back to what you're saying about this podcast. It's like, can we actually just create a space wherein we witness one another and like create something together? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and say, I see you. Yeah. And a, and a space can say, I see you. So Drew and my philosophy is that your home should make your life easier, period. Yeah. That's all it is. Well, wow. Do you have, you know, half your life spent doing laundry for the kids? And all right. Maybe there's something there you can do that makes that easier or faster. Yeah. Um, is it? Do you work from home and you need flex space? There are so many solutions. Every family is different. You know, we what I love is we're actually relaunching our website to be more of like an online magazine because we had a print magazine for a while and print it's just a very challenging realm. But people want the assistance. They want the help. Our sole goal with DrewAndJonathan.com is to get people enough information so they can make life easier Hmm. love their home more you shouldn't you know feel you're spending all your time struggling with the house and then you have no time to enjoy with the family so that's our entire philosophy is how can we help people make their home make life easier this has been great i've really enjoyed oh tell me a brad pitt thing that's what we're gonna do oh would you mind so the funny thing is so brad did celebrity iou which we just finished our 55th episode of that show it's incredible well every time we cast a new season i'm like i i don't know how i fell into such a great you know well you just just touched on it it's 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 so of use and that doesn't mean people are using you but people are excited for useful people yeah, you know what I mean. Well, and, and, and you sometimes you want to say thank you. So for anyone who doesn't know, Celebrity IOU basically we partner with big celebrities and they give back to someone who's been instrumental in their life in making them the success that they are. Um, Halle Berry gave back to her fourth grade teacher. Um, you know, Melissa McCarthy gave back to her uncle who was a policeman who actually got injured in the field uh, and hmm. um, you know had trouble mobility trouble at home and all everyone's got a different story. Brad Pitt, it was his makeup artist who'd been with him for 35 years through thick and thin. And really, he said, like, he would literally just go to her house and crash on her sofa sometimes when he just needed a break. He needed to get away. Wow. And um, that must have been hard on her. 
<laughs> yeah. Do you she's mind actually if I just laze around. Yeah. She, she, uh, <laughs> the funny thing too is the number one question I got after we did the Brad Pitt episode was, "Did he smell nice?" Yeah, mahogany and courage. I mean, I don't remember exactly what he smelled like, but I'm sure it was fine. What I remember Somebody is... Somebody is in charge of his smell. He, he is... <laughs> you know what? There aren't all... People think there are all these people around him. The dude is so down to earth. Yeah. I actually and, didn't think he was that sort of way. And I'm going to take back my rib. <laughs> it was a joke. There are some people... Yeah, but, but there are some people that just have it. Yeah. I know that's so stupid. No, it's true. He just but I'm it. like, this guy's... But fucking... you know, the, the, what really made a, a mark on me is... Um, he so throughout the renovation he came back several times to work with us and you know get all these different jobs done that we wanted to do and he remembered every single person's name on the crew and in the construction crew so wow. the, the camera crew and the construction crew and when he came back Did for the reveal yeah that's uh yeah, this is marty marty M. <laughs> marty's yeah. coming up to you so, no on the left um Oh, yeah, sorry, he was just, Marty. He was just so 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 chill about it and everything, and he, you know, because we you know, sometimes you work with people that so we've we've implemented a no douchebag rule. We're not we're no longer going to work with people who are in it for the publicity it, or in it for something else. We want genuinely right. It can't be to amazing promote people. the movie. No, exactly. Yeah. And so because I found that the people who are not genuinely into being on Celebrity OU. They're like rushing to get out, or you know, and it's like they're they're accommodating us by making time. I'm like, this is really supposed to be a beautiful thing, giving back to someone who's so important in your life. Yeah. And there's these people have wanted to do this for a long time, and what better way than something that's actually going to transform their lives? Yeah. And some of the stories I even remember Michael Bublé. It was his grandfather that got him into music, hmm. sat him down at the record player, put on crooner tunes, and got him into music. Even negotiated with a local bar to allow him as a child to go in and sing uh, and perform his very first public performance. They're like, you do have to have two yeah. martinis. Yeah, exactly. It's two, two You can come minimum. in, but you have to have two martinis. Um, but, you know, so then his grandfather, when he was older and his health was ailing, um, it, Michael actually was giving back to the nurse who was with his grandfather for the last 10 years of his life. Wow. Who, when the grandfather passed away, the nurse didn't really have a home to raise her child safely and all. So Michael renovated and gifted this to her. Wow. So all, everyone has a story, and we realized it's the excitement of having the celebrity, but it's the, the gift and the benefit is going to somebody who really needs yeah. it. And there needs to be, it has to be genuine yeah, and, and heartfelt. Which is why we haven't had you on the show. Well, I've been so. sitting here going like, God, I got to do a movie or something. <laughs> so, I, so I can get in How here. How do I get this? No, it's uh, just for me. No, I... <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to lie. So we I'm going to tell you something this is really it's not bitchy but it's a little bitchy. Love we it. a lot of celebrities will reach out and, and they just want something for themselves. We had one celebrity that reached out and they wanted to gift it to their wife. I'm like, "But wait, you guys both live in the same house." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, no, but you know like she like she could really use this." That's and, like when the mafia like when Tony Soprano would give Carmela. Yeah. $99,000 because 100000 was yeah. too... Yeah, to avoid taxes. And it, it was a gift! But also, uh, we, we've had celebrities who reach out and they want us to have them on CIU, but they're going to gift back to their investment property. And I'm like, this is, this I is... really don't think you're understanding the purpose of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> oh, man. But you know what? Teach their own. I... I I, I applaud the the boldness, the boldness, <laughs> the honesty of asking. Um, but no, no, that's not the case. So Brad knew everybody's uh, 
names and he was down to earth. Hyper obsessed with like architecture. Yeah, he just ate with everybody. He just, he, yeah, it, well. like, just, you know, you, there's certain so people. It just makes too. me happy that he's not like, I'm doing South Beach or whatever. Like, he's just no, fucking honking you, like, down. I can't even, I could go through the list if we had, I don't even have the list, but like, you know, Viola Davis, Allison Janney, like, they're all so kind. They're just, yeah. they're down. I don't like pretentious people, self. I don't like people that have to, like, have trouble, like, just being normal. Yeah. And uh, so when we, get to work with these folks the new season as well is is incredible i i don't know i can't say yet who's in the new season but it's um when it's announced it's like you'll just see this eclectic mix of of incredible people and uh yeah. it's a joy to make and then and we and we still make 40 episodes of our shows a year property brothers brother versus brothers celebrity iou wow um and then we produce another 13 series with other talent wow. in addition to that so we're, and you don't feel overburdened Drew and I naturally divide and conquer everything. So mm. it's been pretty great on the product side. I run with all of that. Drew runs with the production. We're at a point, though, where I love that we only film in one place. And so we're only filming our shows in L.A. Because I love taking the kids to school in the morning. And yeah. I love being home for dinner every night. Yeah, And that never happened in the past. Drew has a 16-month-old now. And so mm-hmm. priorities have changed for Drew and Linda. Yeah. And so yeah, 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 yeah. Linda. That sounds like a fake wife. And Drew's wife... Linda, if you don't want to tell me his wife's name, <laughs> I, don't I just don't trust you enough. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get the real name later. <laughs> and how is it be- becoming a dad? I, I think, I, can I start with a compliment? Yeah. If I were to like lab design a guy that could <laughs> enter into a relationship and the kids would be psyched, it's you. Um, and it's you. not because of the white horse video. I mean, like, you're real. You seem like you'd be really, really fun with kids. And you do a cool thing, like a, like a kids love playing, yeah, building, creating, and you're someone who's maintained that spark. Let me tell you why it's funny that you say this, because genetically you couldn't have created a better bonus dad. Uh, <laughs> bonus I'm dad. A, I used to be a clown. I was a professional clown for many years. We haven't even talked about magic. I'm a magician. Yes. And I can build stuff. Yeah what else no i know (laughs) i mean that had to be something that zoe recognized i mean that had talk about things changing you go like it's not just like does he have a motorcycle or whatever is he exciting for me but you're going like oh this guy just did close-up magic the kids are gonna think it was the glutes and zoe your glutes the glutes i think that's what sold zoe yeah (laughs) (laughs) what do you laugh at clowning I was a clown, yeah. So, I laughed at, at the admission. Yeah. I'd <laughs> yeah. never laugh at your glue. Um, no, we, we did. So we, when we were kids, so we grew up in a pretty strict household. It was a, we grew up in a ranch, and so like we were, we didn't get a, a, a allowance to do stuff. You do it, and so like we shoveled horseshit, and we're painting fences and weeding and blah blah blah. But we, uh, when we turned eight, my dad legitimately told us we had to get a job. Hmm. He wanted us to learn to work for somebody else to do something else, and so we had the paper open and we're looking at the classifieds, um, which nowadays nobody will know what the hell yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah. But um, and we saw an ad from Parks and Rec, and it was um, learn to be a clown. They had a workshop, learn to juggle, face paint, do magic, and then they'll hire you for parades and stuff afterward well, if it works out. So we're I eight bet years your dad old. Was like, not, not what, what I, I was thinking. <laughs> 
<laughs> not what I had in mind. <laughs> and so he, uh, my dad is the dad from uh, Head. Uh, he pants new. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I married uh, an so expert. So I married an expert. So that is my dad. Yeah. Anyway, so um, we went, did this course, learned this, and sure enough, they started putting us out for parades and as assistant, like assistant clowns and stuff, because we we're still just kids. It's funny because clowning totally ruins the fact that you're twins. Uh, it does because we had different characteristics. Um, but maybe that was what you liked about it. It's like finally, maybe. I'm yeah, just Jonathan. Yeah, or just <laughs> Boner. Of, Drew's been trying to make it clown. just property brother for a long time. Yeah, yeah. He's been trying to kill me, it's but not gonna happen. No, but anyway, did that, and eventually we started our own business at like 12. We were doing our own birthday parties and stuff, making like 50 bucks an hour, which was crazy, incredible. Like this is what? Uh, so I'm 45. So it's like 30 years ago. And wow. uh, anyway, so we. Um, Eventually, I started doing more magic instead of clowning because I didn't like putting on all the makeup and everything every time. Yeah. And uh, did that for years, won a bunch of awards, even performed like a big show in Vegas and wow. stuff like that. Do you know I love magic? No, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I like legit love magic. Dude, we just had a magic dinner party at our house two weeks ago. Who did you have? Um, Who came? Jackson Ridd's the name of the magician. Okay. I don't know if you ever met him. No. Incredibly talented. Had, yeah. We had a tarot card reader as well. And I'm telling you, everyone. So we invited everyone who we know is an, who appreciates magic who are not magicians. Yeah, we wanted <clears throat> really experience, and it was the most incredible evening. Everyone mm. left and their minds were blown. I even performed as well. I did a a card selection where I I, I find the card with a nail gun. Everyone knows I love that. You shoot the deck, and it's sh- only I, sh- they, I had somebody hold. Uh, a board and then i throw the cards and i shoot through that at the board and of course they're sweating and wow. whatever but it's a good time so we i, I that's still that's real magic that's like a real thing oh yeah i love i i'm obsessed i love magic i'm a member of the castle and yeah. i did a renovation at the castle too for them i i added uh space there at the castle I'm forgetting his name katie would you google you made a weird magician just justin it's not wilman sorry justin I, justin's incredible and hilarious <laughs> it's it's taylor or tyler or Fuck, I'm embarrassed. I'm forgetting his name. But he has a trick that I literally spend nights still <laughs> laying up and trying to think about. I do magic as well as a as a appreciator. Yeah. Like I like knowing how things are done not to ruin it. And I, I don't go blabbing, but I like the mechanics of it. Yeah. I like the the art of it. And his trick, I'm gonna tr- we're gonna try and get his name. Come on. <clears throat> I bet I have him in my phone as magician. <laughs> let's see what do you have me in your phone as magician all right no fuck i'm well, sorry buddy the trick is okay can you go on youtube and type in um lottery ticket trick um the trick is i'm gonna tell you everything okay and you're gonna love it okay maybe we should just watch it but he gets uh five there's five six people around and I know you. What you're thinking as a magician, you're like, what happened before the cameras start rolling? But like, I'm like, it can't be that. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain yeah. tricks where it's like, maybe they pulled them on the phone. Yeah, like if you I see a mean? trick and I want to figure it out, I I like to be there in person to witness it. Yeah. yeah. So we weren't there before it happened, but I don't see any way in there. Nate, Nate what's his name? Santaforth? Nate Santaforth. Yeah. yeah, Nate. Okay, so Nate Santaforth. Okay. He gets five people i've also seen him do it in a crowd to call out numbers and then he takes out a lottery ticket in his pocket and it's those numbers mm. and that is the best fucking trick and i've also so i've asked him a lot of questions about it he like le- he lets me ask him one question about it 
per year. <laughs> and one of them was, you know, I, I like to ask things like, uh, is it really random? And he goes like, yeah. And I wanted to prove that one time because I would, I, one time he did the trick by standing with his back to the audience and throw the, a ball. Yeah. And if you caught it, you said one of the numbers. Right. I know as I'm saying it, it sounds boring to me, but no, if no, you no. see someone, five random people name five numbers, then he takes out his wallet, which was on him the whole time. Yeah. And I've, I, you know, obviously, and I'm not trying to take anything away. I'm like, how can we do this? Like literally you'd have to build something like the mechanics of it. So what I think is great. So I used to design a lot of the illusions that I perform and I, I intentionally designed illusions to fool other magicians and it pisses them <laughs> off. They fucking hated it. Generally, there are only so many principles in magic and everything you see is a different color right. painted prop or a different presentation. Well, that's why I was like, is it some sort of force? You yeah. get them to say yeah, the and, numbers you um, want. And again, it could be any number of ways. I appreciate the artistry that goes into creating a routine because if someone was to figure out how a routine worked, normally the reaction would be like, oh, It's well, always disappointing. Oh, that's it. Yeah. But to actually come up with that and all of the safeguards to, to prevent someone figuring it is so complicated and it's so incredibly you need talent in order to do that oh yeah um, that's why i pre so i can go in and most of the time i'll know how all even with a mentalist are. trick like that i used to do a lot of mentalism yeah and i i loved uh, mentalism and so there because I, I saw a guy at the castle, same thing, bartender, everybody shouted out a card, and he turned the cards over, and it was the cards that everyone had said. Yeah. And you're just like, that's just... Well, the, he's, the chances are he's probably a demon. Yeah, a demon. Or an evil wizard. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's something I can appreciate it. And even if I can't figure it out, it doesn't It doesn't eat me out. Eat me out. It does eat me out. <laughs> rim job. Me, yes, rim job. Uh, it doesn't eat me up inside because um, you can't ultimately figure out everything because there are so many different methods to accomplish something even if you think you know the one method it might not be the method and there's others i remember like copperfield as well he used to have multiple ways that he could perform certain effects wow so that even if somebody thought they figured one way out he yeah. could actually do it another way so there's a lot that goes into do that you have kind of stories thing. like that let me let oh, me yeah. prime you with this i used to do uh david blaine's name a number between one and 50 yeah odd numbers and sometimes they'd say, you mean like this? And you go, yeah. And you'd have to adapt. Those are my favorite magic stories is where like something goes wrong. Yeah. And you have to like, has that happened to you? You'll get people sometimes who will intentionally try and throw you off or ruin it. It was funny because um, not not in necessarily in a malicious way, but I was working with, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, I don't know if it's been announced for CIOU who this celebrity was, sure. but huge celebrity. She's incredibly talented and award-winning anyway so turns out in in the scene i'm doing with her i'm just performing a really simple kids trick like a vanishing coin kind of a thing and she aggressively grabs my arm and says i know it's in this other hand and i was like oh was it, was it sarah silverman <laughs> no no because no. one time my friend who's also a magician was doing magic for sarah and she was i was deeply embarrassed <laughs> that she kept going like oh so you can make me uh take that like she was she was being funny but i was like stop it yeah no this was it was she was still being sweet about it and she thought it was and it was funny in the scene that we were doing but there's some people who i remember magicians they don't always, want to be tricked they did a lot of magicians didn't want to perform on letterman because letterman would famously ruin it yeah and so it's for me i would never ruin someone's effect um but I, I can appreciate when somebody is really, really skilled 
And when somebody's doing something, like that's why the kids always want me to teach them magic tricks. This is why kids are the worst. Because you show them something. And then they... And they immediately go and perform it for somebody yeah. badly. Yeah. And then right after they finish, you want me to tell you how it was done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so it's like... No, this is me and Leela. Y- you got to learn. We've been doing learn. fake thumb stuff, which yeah. can be some of the... Fake thumb magic is actually... Oh, yeah. I think I convinced everybody I worked with that I was a demon because I would make cigarettes disappear, lit cigarettes. Yeah. And I, because I walked around with a fake thumb because I'm a dork, but I also looked like a fucking wizard. Yeah. It was the best. Do the fake fake pinky for her. You just take the, the pinky and you just push it into your hand. <laughs> yes! Ugh, yes! Ow. Yes! Ugh, Everyone does thumb, you do pinky. <laughs> I do pinky. That's very yeah. good. Yeah, Leela, I hope she's into magic because it teaches you how to follow a recipe. I don't mean so she can cook. It just helps your brain. No, it's uh, magic is great. And it's also, it's it, it's an interesting thing i think when kids start to and i remember myself i learned from the tarbell book of magic there was no internet when i was learning magic it was all me too i got books from the library yeah and it's very hard to learn very visual art figure one words yeah exactly now you can just go online yeah but the so you would learn and you would practice and practice and you realize that the better you got the more impressive the reactions were and yeah i think it's a fun healthy thing yeah um but also to get interested in trains you to slow your heart rate like the witcher like you have to like nothing jacks your adrenaline my adrenaline i go on stage i'm pretty i'm very calm i feel very comfortable my heart rate definitely goes up but i like going on someone's stage jacking your adrenaline. someone's jacking my adrenaline i named my dick adrenaline <laughs> <laughs> and uh but if you want me to do a magic trick my hands will shake yeah i can't i haven't yet learned that's why it's so cool that david blaine is so like do you want me to like because he he's yeah. so low well and that's that's his persona as well as not having like any emotion at yeah. all yeah, that, yeah yeah he's got to be one of the most talented manipulators of all yeah, time yeah, yeah. Like his did you see the digitation is next level what is the um what is it called the press I can't believe I'm blanking on it. I used to practice it all the time. It's called the double, his double lift is called the press off mm. that you just apply just enough pressure so you're lifting two cards instead of one, but it's the most natural. He flips it on this part of his hand. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, because I, it's fucking dope. I think he, I don't know if he made it up. Double lift press off, I think is what it's called. There's, um, yeah, I mean, that's why you're supposed to practice something so much. Even to this day, there are certain routines that I do that I've been doing since I was eight years old. Yeah, and, and it's in there. It's natural. Like yeah. you, nobody, even if they're a magician, like you can't tell. And the problem is, I'm so busy in other aspects that I don't really get to create. There's, I have illusions that I actually designed and never performed, <laughs> um, just because I got so busy doing construction and, and, and property brothers. Shows. And 20,000 shows. 20,000 shows. Yeah. But um, do do I do miss lift? magic. How do, do, how do you do your double lift? Do you go from the back? I have a number of different ways. I'm not going to tell you how I do you all these things. Side? I got uh, I got multiple, I got multitudes of manipulations. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Uh, I'm very See impressed. The alliteration on that. I loved it. It's and I'm a, not going to acronym it. The, uh, but when somebody does a bad double lift, it's Or a triple lift. Difficult. Well, my favorite trick to do has a triple lift in it. But it also has a moment where you're, it's a David Blaine trick where you're holding a card and if they do flip it over, it is what you said it is, which is one of my favorite. It's like built yeah. in 
the doubt allowance is yeah. high. Well, you, so if they go, really? And it is. And then you're like, fuck you. Yeah, I love exactly. it. I yeah. love it. Always plan on the lowest common denominator. Yeah. yeah. There's, an, there's a moment later in the trick where if they did the same thing, it would ruin everything. Would but they've already learned. They've yeah. already learned to shut the fuck up and just be delighted, damn it. Part of being a good magician is making sure you can pick the right participants. That's brilliant. I love that. Yeah. It's the same with uh, hypnotists. Like I did a little bit of hypnotism, not much. Because I actually met a guy whose name was something sterling and my middle name is silver and we were like this could be great we could do a show with magic and, and hypnotism huh. called sterling silver uh never happened but he was teaching me some stuff and i thought it was so fascinating but one of the things is when you're looking at your audience everybody has the ability to be hypnotized and, and it's almost like playing along but just subconsciously you're kind of like just okay with the suggestions that they're giving and yeah. you kind of do it but there are certain people who, if you do not want to be hypnotized, you cannot be hypnotized. It will not happen. It will yeah, not work. There's a firewall. Yeah. And so you have to be good at who you're sussing out. That's and right. Same with a magician. There are some people who, you know, magic is not wizardry. It's the art of tricking people. That's yeah. all it is. And so you so, want to find a trickable person. Yeah. Or, or somebody who's just okay playing along, who's sort of sweet and innocent and, and they're okay playing along because you're or putting on a good show. Or they're already hypnotized. Yeah. Like, I, I always forget his name. I always have you look it up. Darren? Darren? Chris? Oh, um. Yeah, you know who it is. The guy who's at special. He has the Netflix special where he oh, yeah, heals yeah. people, but it's not real. Um, yeah. Fuck. Uh, I love him. He's a he's an ardent atheist. Anyway, yeah. he does a trick. He opens a special. It's a wide shot. He's in the streets of London, and he just goes up to somebody. They're, but it's key that they're like... Darren Brown. Darren Brown. The key is, and this isn't taking anything away from him, but to your point, he's finding someone who's walking to work. So they're like doing something by rote and they're yeah. already in kind of a susceptible place. And he gets them to give him their cell phone and their wallet just by saying like, he asks for directions and then he goes, and you'll give me your cell phone? I can have your cell phone? And, and, and can I have your wallet too? Cause and he gives both of them and he walks away and it's incredible. And you know, and you know it's real. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking insane. Yeah, nobody's getting my wallet or my cell phone. Yeah, it's true. I, it's true. Well, I've also been hypnotized. I went to a hypnotherapist for a long time, and I loved her. I still love her. Um, she hypnotized you to love her. I know. She was always planting. But you remember everything that happens. You're just like in a certain... Yeah. You you're allow okay. yourself okay to enter into a state. But you know what would happen when I would be hypnotized? Is my arms would levitate. <laughs> and she said that that was normal. Like, because you're like, you're surrendering so much... You almost like lose track of your body and you're just like, what do I do with my hands? What do I do with my hands? <laughs> do you have any thoughts on the meaning of life just real quick before we go? The meaning, I mean, my whole thought is the meaning of life is to, is to live it. And I don't know what people are planning for. I'll live it in the future or they're dwelling on, oh, I didn't live it right in the past. Yeah. Guess what? Right now. Live it right now. Yeah. Don't save up your whole life to accidentally have something happen and you never get to enjoy anything. Yeah. Or I'll be happy once I get to the beach. Yeah. Be happy on the plane. Yeah, totally fine. Be happy on the plane. It all, that's why I feel like most people take everything. Right now, everyone seems poised to fight about everything. I'm like, I think we have a lot more similarities than we think we do. But uh, we sure could you know, do well with a conversation. I'm okay. I think it was Larry King that said, if I only ever spoke to people with the same opinion as me, I'd never learn anything. Yeah. It's true. That's just... Take it easy a little, lighten up a little bit. I, I completely agree. Any feelings about God or the creation or anything that's going on? I, I, I mean, for me, 
you, you talk to so many people who have so many passionate opinions about everything out there. I have no problem with how somebody wants to live their life, how they want to worship, who they want to worship, as long as it's done in a way that doesn't infringe on the rights of others. And, uh, you know, for me, I love, I mean, I grew up Presbyterian and, you know, I believe, I don't necessarily think people have to go into a building to, to show their faith. Um, you know, people can pursue their religion and their faith in different ways. But I do believe that, you know, that I, I'd like to believe that there's something more than what we are and what we're experiencing right now. Who knows yeah. what that is? But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You made me think of the quote. It's um, anyone can go to church. The trick is to never leave it. Sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah. I mean, it's true. Like you, you find that so many people that get so obsessed about something that was told to them by a human. Yeah. In a building. Yeah. Um, and they maybe forget what the overarching idea was right. of a certain right. practice, and so that's why you know. You look at a lot of companies, a lot of corporations that have um, basically weaponized religion to try and convince people to do some vote a certain way, do something a certain yeah, way. I'm like, yeah. I don't trust those people, and so I hate. You know, we I did a lot of fighting when it comes to renewable energy and getting people to understand what's actually happening in, in energy, and it's pretty scary. I did a documentary on PBS, and it oh, won a bunch of awards. Edit that, out. Uh, but it was. Um, called Jonathan Scott's Power Trip. And uh, hmm. the thing that I discovered is it's so blatant these days that p these disinformation campaigns, and it's so unhealthy. It does not help people. It hurts people. Hmm. And um, these companies just keep getting richer by doing it. And so right. for me, that's the real problem hmm. I have it, uh, when it comes to religion is that these outside influences have realized they can use people's faith right. to... Co-opt. Uh, go, go after their agenda. So yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I like, I, I like your style. Thanks. I like your moves. Foot touch to finish it out. Who's, who's bigger? Um, you're bigger. You're wearing like those flared out bottom shoes. Yeah. No, this is because you have to take it off. and then With a zip. Here we go. Now take it off. Are you there 13? 14? Uh, 13. Oh. Oh, we're exactly the same. Oh, that's sweet. Sorry, bro. Oh, man. Not sorry, bro, but <laughs> we could have. <laughs> this was a real pleasure my friend dude thank you would you say keep it crispy it's how we end keep it crispy he just did it oh and these are for you the first Shoes. person you have similar hair to me modern mammals get oh. it magic mine i thought you were giving me your shoe no not my shoes <laughs> those are for you thank you so much yeah all right peace Appreciate out it.